Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I want people to believe in me, and I want people to believe in me when they taste my beer. That's what it's about. You mean you laid underneath it and tried to put his <laughs> tongue up the bung? <laughs> I like to actually scoop up the yeast uh-huh. and look at it. 7 o'clock came real early that next morning. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for dumbing that down for us. You did an awesome job. It's all about food and beer. You punch me in the junk. Man, that thing was thick. The point is just beat it like it's your dick. I like to smell it <laughs> afterwards. Are you being sarcastic no. right now? Yeah. Bring your body armor. I ran in my jungle once on a ball valve and kettle. That's <laughs> a true fake. happy now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, everyone, welcome back to another fine edition of the Monday Session, formerly the Sunday Session. I'm your host, Jason J.P. Petros. Now, you don't adjust your knobs, don't adjust your dial, unless you're in private, because no one really wants to see that. Uh, I am not Justin Crossley. Justin Crossley has invaded a a small island country called Australia with uh, a a couple of handsome people called Push Eject and Nate Smith and uh, Michael Tasty McDole. So I am going to be your driver today for the next two and a half to three and a half, possibly four hours. Let's stick with two and a half. Two and a half? No, we can well, just we can just do it right now. We can just end it. If yeah, you, you did a great job. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I really yeah, appreciate it, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Uh, good show. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Justin's off uh, uh, enjoying his vacation. He's actually starting his vacation because the uh, Australian National Homebrewers Conference doesn't actually start uh, for another what, like four weeks or something. Yeah, There's that no guy's to... taking a lot of vacations. He's like uh, the <laughs> right. president. Right. He's every, every time you talk. But yeah, he's in Europe. Uh, he's in Australia. He's golfing. He's in Mars. Well, he's once in... he bought that corporate jet, you know, just it's can't all keep over. him home. Yeah, it's all over. Uh, so you're sitting in here with uh, with me, of course, and uh, uh, I asked Sully to come in, our good old friend Sully. Not, hey, it's great to be here. Not Fantastic. old as in like... Well, like I am old. So real just, old. Uh, but... Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's... Uh, uh, 
great to be here, and it's actually awesome to see you fly on the ship right now. Oh, thank you it's very like much. It's like the co-pilot has taken over. It's more like I borrowed my dad's, like, uh, you know, box wagon or something like right. that, like the wood panel. Now, don't scratch this, because it's been in our family for three generations. I saw you had a little problems earlier on with the radio, but yeah, you think you got that going, was. you're fine, so... We'll fix that was it the in post. car analogy, by the way. That wasn't really. Scott will fix it in post. <clears throat> You'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be all right. Um, let's see. What are we doing? We're doing uh, introduction. What's the show about today? We are hanging out with uh, Alex Noel, right? Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, and you are with uh, Three Weavers Brewing Company. It's all true. They are in uh, Inglewood, <laughs> California, and uh, Alex is opening that brewery, and we're having some of her beer right now. And I must say, it's really good. Thanks. I'm drinking the ESB, and I'm, I'm stoked that you brought an ESB, because not many people make one. It's unfortunate. It really is. Yeah. And uh, I was at uh, GABF last week, and uh, I was uh, lamenting the lack of really good malty beers like this. You could have just come and drank mine the entire time. I did. Okay. Well, not the entire time, <laughs> but I ran by, but you were busy. Your booth was slamming. Yeah. It's kind of what you do when you're there. It was a beautiful booth, too. Thank, thank you. Yeah, you know, it was very nice. You, you were giving an interview and everything. You know what you need? You need like a super, I don't know what you call it in the radio industry. It's like girl brewer alert, girl brewer alert, <laughs> because there's so few of them in the studio. It's usually like, you got Bevo, but you keep her behind glass here. Right. Uh, but you need to have, you know, you, you, you need that female, you know, thing in here. You got to balance out all you the got, testosterone. You, you got, because it's intense right now. Yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah. It's I like can feel it. pulling off the walls here. <laughs> well, we keep yeah. Bevo behind glass because we need to take care of her. She bruises <laughs> really easily. She has yeah. a fair skin. It's, you know, she, it's a whole thing. She's got There's a nasty cough sealed delicate. in there. Yeah. And she's cooking back there, of course. Right. And she's sewing. vacuuming. Yeah. Whenever we handle her, we have uh, white gloves. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Hermetically sealed. It's a whole thing. Bevo's yeah. had a cough for about three weeks or longer, maybe. So you can't blame us. Uh, is that why she's behind glasses? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, of course. Okay. It's like a sneeze guard. Yeah, okay. Well, you, you stepped on my uh, woman joke there, but it's fine. Huh? I don't see. I don't see gender, Sully. <laughs> I do. What do you see behind that beard? Especially with women these days, with clothes. They wear clothes. It's so weird. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm following you, man. Thank you're you. Totally yeah, right? Yeah. right now. People wear clothes. It's it's women in their clothes. Yeah. yeah. Shoes. Right. Women wearing shoes. Yeah. Whatever. If this goes south, we could just do a Sully JP t- uh, mixtape show too. Let's do so it. I'll put, put on. Right I'll put Wu Tang back on, okay, and we'll just we'll it. just rock out and we'll talk do about an, uh, Ask Doctor Sully. Uncle Doctor Sully. Oh man, it's a little off the rails right now. Yeah. Let's let's get this thing back on. So, according to my notes here, Scott, I'm supposed to do the introduction to the show now. Yeah, I think we did, right? <laughs> yeah, great. I thought that's what we were Welcome doing. Welcome to the session, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you very you much. You want to start it over and just yeah. play the intro? No, this is fine. Okay. This is exactly what I pictured it would be. Uh, the horrible train wreck that you can't look away from. Uh, mark my words. when Because it's radio? Uh, listen back. Yes, thank you very much yeah. for getting that. Uh, when people look back, they will note that the last time... When was the last time I did this... Uh, Weird thing. Uh, this it was March 2012 when we had a lady face oh. alehouse in Bresidi. Oh, man, been a long time. That was another LA time. brewery, though. Yes. Yeah, Caneo Valley. What what is Justin's aversion to LA breweries? Maybe well, that's what it is. Yeah, he's he's well. He hates LA, LA beer. beer. Don't, <laughs> don't say that. There's no. not a lot to like or right. dislike. Hey. There's, right. it's just kind of a barren scene. Well, no, it's true, and you're you're helping to uh, correct that problem. Yeah, are you yeah. not. It's but it is a little barren. A lot, yeah. He yeah. flew halfway across the world to avoid the show. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what's going on. Where the hell can I go? I'm fucking Australia. Let's get out of here. Oh, you mean I can get out of here? Sweet. As far away from L.A. as possible. Yeah. I'm leaving. Ouch. I love L.A. <laughs> I used to live in L.A. for a long time. 
And then, and then I LA's, moved away. Right, right. <laughs> I used to. Yeah. Yeah. That's why both of you are not there. Right. I mean, I could live in oh. L.A., I think, for a, a couple of years, and then I would just I want to escape to like a, some sort of seaside town on the coast somewhere. You yeah. know that hmm. a lot of L.A. County borders the ocean, right? Yeah, they yeah but like a small, a like, a commu- like a fishing village. Okay. Like a fishing um, village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see why Mayhem. Oh, man, that would be so amazing. Where you repair your nets in the morning? Well, so I don't know if any of you follow Twin Peaks, but... But the Twin Peaks show is coming back. The David Lynch, I uh, heard that awesome show, and so I've been introducing Taryn into the Twin Peaks world, and it's just this <laughs> tiny little village, and the, not a village, obviously, but it's like a logging town, and everyone knows people, and you go in, you get some damn fine coffee, and you eat a piece of pot, and that's what I want for my life. It's not real. I huh? It's How it dare you? JP <laughs> not in LA. Yeah. Hey, but you know, and then SpongeBob will come out of the yeah. Like, just to turn around a beer for I a second. I think that's Maine. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, to kind of reflect on what you just said, Alex. Is I mean, I left LA twenty years ago, back in the forties, um, because there wasn't, a, there was not a vibrant beer scene now. No, it's all orange but, groves back then. But you know, it was orange groves in Disneyland. Yeah. Um, and, I remember uh, it well. And I and but it's really changed. I mean, you've got Golden Road now, which is a big powerhouse down there, and you've got Three Weavers, and there's Smog City, which we did a collaboration with with Zambo and. Uh, it's really coming around. I mean, the, uh, it's, it's the LA now. County Brewers Guild has twenty-five members. Twenty-five members. Twenty-five yeah. members. That's pretty rad. No, I, I do like the LA beer scene, and we'll definitely jump into in, into that in a bit. But let's get through some announcements. First of all, uh, Amazon. If you want to shop at Amazon, go through the link on our homepage. We get a little cut of that, and uh, you get your product, and it helps keep us on the air, which we really need to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Or else, what is yeah. Sully going to do when he has a day off from traveling? <laughs> Uh, Scott, I have to hear something about a secret Santa. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, do a couple more announcements. <laughs> Let me pull up a Spider Wrangler's message. Don't tell it's them because it, it's not a secret anymore. Uh, yeah, so the, the the Secret Santa 2014 is going on. This is the, uh, the the bottle share that they do on the forum. Are you aware of this? Uh, vaguely, mm-hmm. yeah. Has anybody... Doc, didn't you participate in it one year? I do it most years. Yeah? How, how, how does it go? Like, give me an example of some stuff you got this year. Oh, God. I got some really nice... It's kind of all over the board, though, too. You usually have one person that uh, you get paired up with, and it's secret. Right. And they can tell you who they are or not. And usually... It's why would they Why would they spoil it and tell you who they are? Well, they, and they can... If they don't have anything, or they have only don't have enough uh, bottles to send you, they can send something regional that you can't get, which is kind of cool, too. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and Spider Wrangler's real good about wrangling us into <laughs> well, doing it. I would, I would like not to know because if I didn't like the person, I would get him like, uh, you know, some no, national beer. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet um, paper. You don't know who's going to send it yeah. to you. You can send it to, you know, you know who you're sending it to, but they don't know. Oh, the other way around. Yeah. If you're, you're, you don't know who All you're right. getting it from. You don't, that's not announced. What Got did it. you send? Did you send some homebrew commercial oh, yeah. stuff? Yeah. No, Both? Homebrew. Yeah. The homebrew. Yeah. Anyway, so here's awesome. the announcement. The uh, 2014 Secret Sand Exchange, it's now open for signups. Participants uh, will receive the name and mailing information for another BNR to send homebrew and or commercial beer by the end of this year. It's open to all members of the BN Army, as long as you're not on the naughty list, meaning you uh, stiffed your, uh, whoever you were uh, paired with uh, this year. You sign up by wow. PMing. Your mailing information to Spider Wrangler in the forums uh, no later than November 24th at midnight. All participants uh, will receive the name of their recipient the following day. Join in the festive spirit by giving and receiving the gift of beer. Yes, the gift of beer. There you go. All right, there you go. If you want to join the Secret Santa uh, regime, or whatever it's called, uh, shoot over a pum whatever that is, to Spider Wrangler in the forum, and uh, he'll sign you up. It is pretty cool. I've heard a lot of that. They've been doing it for, what, like seven years or something, right? Real long time. 
kind, so, of a, uh, kind of a dick ends up on the naughty list, by the way. Oh, they're out there. I have to imagine that at, at, <laughs> yeah. least, at least oh, a couple of them are listening right now. Here's my Hoppy Star Sand bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, no. It's a, they, well, they just it, don't, they sign up but don't send anything. Yeah. 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 Would, so they received and did not give. That's really great. Doc, were you ever on that list? Uh, no, but I'm, I'm notoriously You send late. it in April? Uh, yeah. no, I, I usually get it there on time, but I don't send it. Like Some guys, are they're getting it. You know, a month before Christmas, getting it out and getting it done. No, I procrastinate till, and I usually get it there just like New Year's Christmas. Eve. No, <laughs> yeah. January 9th. It, yeah. it, it's okay to get it there that late. Yeah. It's not considered Some, uncouth. No, yeah. no. It's, it's the it's when spiders like looking for people in February. <laughs> yeah, poor who, is guy. This, who is this guy? He sounds like a he's, he's amazing. Mafia. He's one of our super fans. He's, yeah. he's who I go to when I'm like, hey, what's that time that Sully talked about uh, giving himself oral with the ribs removed? And he'll boom, he'll give me a date stamp and, and a time stamp. And an image yes. in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> is that approximately 12 times? <laughs> and how far into the show it was. And... Exactly. Yeah, and Spider's called it up with a thing about that thing. He's invaluable. Hey, remember wow. the quote game we played? You can thank Spider for a lot of that stuff. Well, thank you, Spider. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I think uh, let's do some feedback. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yay, feedback. Feedback today is brought to you by um, the fine people at uh, Beer Law Center. Our friend John there protects our copyright. He's a, he's a good dude. He's a trademark guy. He's a trademark attorney. If you are opening a brewery, opening a winery, uh, check out John at Beer Law Center. Go to BeerLawCenter.com. He will help you not only file for your uh, trademark, but help you protect it as well. You know who else I want to uh, give a little credit to? They're sponsoring this because uh, I say they are. Uh, okay. Wicked Weed Brewing, our guest oh, yes. from last week. JP, you missed the show, uh, but I, I brought know. in this bottle of uh, Black Angel, their uh, black sour ale that was uh, aged on cherries and bourbon barrels, so you could taste what you, uh, oh, what you missed. That's it, what we're it's amazing stuff. It's yeah. delicious. So I just wanted to thank them once more for bringing out all this uh, great beer and give you guys a chance to uh, try it for yourselves. Oh, man. It's really nice. Anyway, yeah. Well, thank me. you very much. I really thank appreciate you. that. Sure. Oh, it's delicious. Thanks, Let's- Wicked Weed. <laughs> Why is that cracking you up over there? Welcome to the show. I thought everybody else was thanking Scott. It's not at all. For bringing the bottle. Yeah. Like Tasty's in the studio. I was thanking Wicked Weed I, I for just, the beer. I just thought it was so dry and just... Well, remember, I, I usually drink the beer that's it, you know, I, before I bring it in. So well, I, right. you know, yeah. I should be thanked for not being a selfish jerk. Right. Well, right. And thank everyone else could thank you, but I was thinking we could weed. <laughs> All right. I can't thank who I want to. No, you can't. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thanks, you can do whatever you want. Not out loud. You're doing great. You're welcome, Beardy. <laughs> I think you're doing amazing. What's in the feedback? All right. Feedback. Uh, this is from uh, House Shoe. Uh, he said, I made the more, uh, the more beer Hydromel mead, basically a low-gravity 5.5% uh, mead a few months ago, and it's tasting great. But I wanted to experiment with half of it and put some fresh pomegranate juice in it since I have some growing on my property. The question is, how much do I use? I know pomegranate is a very strong flavor, and this mead will be easily overpowered. I know you guys are not necessarily mead makers, but can you help a brother out? How much pomegranate juice can he add to a hydromel, Doc? I, th- I think the answer is enough. Enough, yeah. Enough. <laughs> but not too much. It depends. Wow. It depends. As, as Chris yeah, yeah. White likes to if say. If he wants to put it in and have it ferment, fine. Uh, that's kind of hit and miss with that. Or he can use it and use the juice back and back sweeten it with the juice. How do you right. back sweeten it with, uh, without it uh, re-fermenting? Uh, you just a couple ways. Keep it cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorbate will do it. Okay. Um, Filter most of the yeast out of it. With like a plate filter or something like that? Yeah. There's, okay. a few, there's a few different ways to do it. All right. But I guess as far as flavor goes, it sounds like you I, just add the taste. I would yeah. I would add it in, let it ferment, and then you keep some in reserve to back add, add. Yeah, Exactly. Would you uh, sulfite the sweetened juice? 
Would that do anything before prob- you add it back? Well, it's it's his juice too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, probably. It's his juice. Well, it's, it's <laughs> not like he's buying it that it's already got preservatives and stuff in it, right? So yeah, it depends when he's adding it. It sounds like it's already done. It so sounds the, like it's fi- it's it's fermented. The meat's out. fermented. It sounds like it because he said yeah he said it's five percent uh, ABV. So oh yeah, then I would still fight the pomegranate juice. Yeah. Okay. Since it's not before, already since yeah because there could be some wild stuff in there. All right. Um, and then if it's already fermented, then just do a taste test. Like get get some some way of measuring amounts. Yeah. And like just a pipe yeah, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. Or like. Your kid's size 10 and then your size 12 and then just add them together in proportions um, <laughs> if you don't have anything else. And then um, just see what tastes good and then scale it up. Okay. But, yeah, like Doc said, you want to add some way of preventing re-fermentation. You could pasteurize it, too. How would you do that? Just um, well, you have a big put it in a pan and... Yeah, you could put it in a pan, or if yeah. you have access to a pasteurizer, pasteurizer. you know. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, this guy, this guy has access to a pasteurizer, but he doesn't know how much to add. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should use my flash pasteurizer or, <laughs> or, or just, not. Or just yeah. pasteurization. I would suggest actually, and it says you know, throw just, caution to the wind. Is too. he living near Fairfield? Just throw him in the tunnel pasteurizer there at AB and just right. catch just, him on the other side. Nobody even have him just irradiate it, like you know, like doing the big there you go. Yeah. That works. Yeah. You're thinking, man, Doc, you give the best advice. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Uh, okay, this one, uh, he says, Hey, guys, I just want to tell you that I've added another medal to your club total. Well, I'd rather correct you and say it's our club, not just ours. What? Uh, I entered my first competition, Commander uh, Commander Sads, S-A-A-Z, like the hop, with three entries. I had a Saison and a Blonde Ale made with the second runnings from the Saison. I also entered an IPA. My Saison took silver in Category 16 with a 41 average score. The Blonde got a 34, and the IPA got a 31. I put the B in as my club because you have increased my brewing knowledge 100-fold. Keep up the good work. Good man. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah, nice work. Uh, iPhone, oh, uh, this is uh, sent from uh, sent from my iPhone. Look at that. iPhone, iOS, uh, app quit working. Widespread issue? Question mark. Thinks. T-H-X. If you're typing already, why wouldn't you put, why wouldn't you spell a word properly? It, you know it autocorrects. I've texted on a phone too, right? Am I wrong on no, that? No, you're, you're so right. iPhone, iOS, hyphen, app quit working, period. Widespread issue? Question mark. It's funny. Sort of. They want to know. They want you to know they can abbreviate. Right? Uh, is it a widespread issue? I don't know. I think for a while our stream was down because when Jay came back, uh, we upgraded a bunch of our computers and all that kind of stuff. And so I know he was slowly importing. So maybe if you sent it at that time, uh, maybe that was a problem. I don't know. Try it now. If not, um, keep trying. Uh, this is from TKS. He says, hello, no more shows posted to iTunes since the Gordon Biersch show. Are you guys going to continue to post there? Uh, yes. I will pass that on to Justin. I apologize. And that's an issue on, on your end, brother. Uh, it's yeah. working fine. Try unsubscribing and then resubscribing. That usually works with stuff like that. iTunes sometimes doesn't it's like It's like people. breaking up with your girlfriend and then getting back together with her again. Right. It just makes everything that much more sweet. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. It <laughs> amplifies awkward. it. It's fresh again. Uh. For a moment or two, and then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah sweet or awkward. It's the Gordon Bear show. Regardless, it's fresh again. Right. Yeah, but she's got one foot out the door, you know. Mm-hmm. She does. 
She doesn't. She's smart that way. Uh, this is from Jacob Mitchell. She says, why is this session the only recent podcast I can get? I know I've seen live stream events for Brewing the Style and Brewing Strong, blah, blah, blah. See above question. I'm just going to say that. He says, please help. I'm having withdrawals. Try unsubscribing and then re-subscribing uh, again. Uh, I don't know what to say. The, well, there was also a, a, a lull again with the uh, the Justin and computers and importing ah, stuff. There, okay. there really was a, a, almost like a probably a six or seven week period where nothing got posted because our computers were on the fritz and we replaced everything. So it okay. should be working now. These are probably just a week or two old. All right. Uh, this one is from Hop Loader. He's in the BN Militia 1st Sheep Wranglers Division. He says, hi, Justin and the pantsless asshats of the BN Army. Hmm. I've been listening to the BN for the last couple of years and love all of the shows, even that other show. And I've listened to them all. I still like listening to the old shows, and I was wondering if there was any plan to get the live stream cycling through all the episodes. I listen to the shows at work and would like to just tune in and listen to the live stream of all the shows in order at any point that I'm at my desk. The other day I was listening to the episode about the calendar of the widows of the BN, uh, and my girlfriend was keen to submit a photo of her lying across the top of my keyser. Mm. Anyway, keep up the good work. Uh, you can send it to Scott. At the brewingnetwork.com. Yes. <laughs> um, I think he's refer- we, we did this a few years ago. I want to say it was in Studio D, like the garage, where we talked wow. about. Uh, do you remember this? Where it was like uh, uh, because people listening to the Brewing Network are brewing more often, and so they're kind of leaving these, these widows behind. Their women, mm-hmm. their wives, and their girlfriends don't know what to, brewing to do. Yeah, brewing mm-hmm. widows. Thank you very much. And the calendar um, was uh, kind of like in your workshop. You had those che- yeah. cheesy yeah. calendars the mechanics always have. Right. Uh, see, now che- Spider Wrangler. Cheesy? Cheesy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spider Wrangler would know what exactly what we're talking about. He would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, again, that's uh, uh, yes. It's a computer issue. Uh, everything should be going. Uh, uh, the archive should be cycling through. Uh, I had to stop it right here. So that should all be addressed by well, now. In this, in this instance, though, he's talking about live stream, which, to my knowledge, is oh, just for stream. single shows. And there's, I don't, if there is a continuous stream that live stream offers, I, maybe that's See, in the plans. I, I, think, I, don't, I don't think it is, though. No, he says live stream, but I think he doesn't mean live stream. I think he means our, our live stream. Oh, okay. Like two words. Hmm. I see. Yeah. I see. Okay, well then, yeah. Then, yes, we have always done that. It was a lull, but it's back up now. Yeah, we're all good. This is from Dave F. He says, hello, kind gentleman and lady. I wonder who he's referring to. Uh, I was delighted that the session... I was delighted. Who's delighted anymore? I like this. I like this guy. Uh, I was delighted that the session with Jay Goodwin has led to such a wonderful new BN podcast, The Sour Hour. It was incredibly interesting, and I look forward to future shows. With sour beers becoming increasingly popular, this is exactly the type of podcast we need. Thank you. Now bring on the lunch meat. You're welcome. There will be more, many, many more. Stay tuned. I love talking to Jay about that show because he's just, you know, I think it's like what we all do is we go, eh, it was fine. I just don't know. Well, I of guess. course. What's he going to say? Like, right. I kicked ass. So, I didn't miss a syllable. I'm the man. Uh, I want him to high five <laughs> himself. Is the best. Yeah. yeah. I want him to give himself perpetual <laughs> high fives. Uh, but I told him, like, everyone loves it. We're going to. No, you're just saying that. Tr- trust me, Jay. I'm not just saying. <laughs> yeah, that. he's killing it. For a guy who's not a broadcaster, he sure sounds a lot like a broadcaster. <laughs> it's he weird. speaks clearer than any of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Matt Klein writes in, he says, guys, I've been brewing for just over two years, and I've been listening to you guys for just about a year. I was even on Dr. Homebrew with JP a while back before his cancer episode. Hi, Matt. 
whoever you are. Uh, all of the shows have been very informational, and you guys have helped so much. I entered three beers, including my first lager, in the recent local homebrew contest, and I was surprised by the results. Get ready to be surprised, everyone. My Jamil Zanishef evil twin clone scored a 40 and went through to the mini best of show round in the amber category. My that German- is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're going to change the locks oh. on you. Oh, um, oh man. You don't have a job. Uh, <laughs> I was ready. Yeah. I was ready to be surprised. <laughs> My German Pilsner scored a 41 and got a second place in the overall lager category. The change to proper yeast pitching rates as well as temperature-controlled fermentation has made a huge difference. Thanks again for all your help, Matt. See, nice a, work, man. There's another guy that, uh, you know, he can't say, like, I went into that contest knowing I was going to win it. Uh, I brew the best beer east of the Mississippi, and yeah. I'm the best. No, you have to be like, you know, it surprised me and little old me. For sure, yeah. It sounds like he made uh, some pretty good changes to his his brewing. Man, that's all it takes. Just change up, uh, you know, just be clean about a bunch of stuff, man, and you're, you'll be fine. You'll do all right. Uh, this is from Donnie Hummel. Uh, Donnie says, hey, BN crew, Justin mentioned that he didn't think a BN listener had won the Pro-Am at GABF in the Schwartzbeer episode of Brewing with Style, whenever that was. Uh, well, I've been a corporal in the Army for many years, and in 2010, I brewed my Imperial Red with rye with Eagle Rock Brewery, and we took the gold. Thank you for all you guys do. Cheers. They still make that beer, and it's a really great beer. Uh, Eagle Rock. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can make a bad beer. Uh, but there you go. Donnie won the, the, the Pro-Am. I, I, I hope he's not just trying to rub it in because I lost. But, uh, you know. L.A. Brewer. Nice work, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, this guy's name, Braurgy Sterenberg. Sounds about right. Thank you. Uh, he says, Brewing Army, today I resigned from my IT job I've been faking for a long time. Uh, I accepted a job that pays less. I have to move to a new town, leave my friends behind, all because I'm going to work at an online brew shop. It's a great opportunity to be in one of the best companies in New Zealand and in turn support the brewing community, which I love and work towards that dream of opening a boutique brewery in a hippie surfer dude town down here. Uh, Oh, oh, this was your fault. I listened to a show about how to get into the industry, but I guess being a brewer and loving the brewing peeps is a dream come true. Damn you, he says. I love you. Uh, And he says, Beersy's talking. Apparently, he's super drunk. Uh-huh. Uh, beers, it's just the beers he's talking. That's fine. Uh, anyway, I hope the email uh, aren't too long. No, they are not. Uh, I want to thank you for your time, your passion. It inspires the world. Saving lives one beer at a time. I think I just cried a little. Yeah. Kind regards. Soon to be poor and happy. Brugargargi Stuttgartenberger. When, when he opens up that, that hippie brew place yeah. on that little seaside town that's where you're going <laughs> in new zealand <laughs> in, yeah. hey you want a no. little seaside sleepy little town i do but i don't be away from people i think we yeah. got we could take a boat there yeah. Yeah. but i don't i don't do well in huts you know what i mean oh huts. lord do they have drywall in new zealand yeah, i think they, they have drywall yeah. maybe bricks so? air conditioning we'll, we'll get you a yurt you well they have fine. a lot of sheep <laughs> i need a yurt that's what my life needs is a yurt you don't need to go far to find a yurt. You've heard of Berkeley, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can just Airbnb a yurt in Berkeley. You can. It'll be great. Uh, okay, we have a Twitter game. Twitter game today is brought to you uh, by Keystone, Keystone Homebrewing Supplies. Go to Keystone, uh, what's the website? It's KeystoneHomebrew.com. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Uh, so in the news recently, I don't know if uh, anybody follows you know, uh, corporate beer news the way that uh, I do, but uh, Miller, Coors, uh, ex- and a Miller Coors executive recently discussed the way forward for light 
beer. Apparently, they're they're really just trying to make the hard sell on light beer, basically saying that people still drink light beer, just not as often, which is kind of like a weird tap out. It's like, you know, I kind of give up, but people still like us. We're still relevant, except when we're not. Um, so I'd like to know if anybody has any tips for Miller Coors uh, and they're planning the future of light beer. So you can Twitter that to Brewing Network. And uh, Beverly, the lovely Beverly, if she wakes up for Hi. I'm away. I love you. Uh, <laughs> she'll be taking your uh, Twitter game questions, and uh, we'll play that at the end of the thing. And then uh, there you go. <sighs> okay, uh, this beer is finally kicking in. I think, uh, I think I'm finding my groove here, Scott. Good. Thank you. Could have fooled me, but I'm oh, glad to like, hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least you think you too. have. You're like That's Stella. Right. You're getting your groove back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I don't Come get on. it. Come on. Stella got her groove back. Don't lose your groove. Oh, it's <laughs> you have, have a movie night. Uh, a movie night? That's what I want to do. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Was that Whitney Houston? What was Stella got her groove back? Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. That's Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you think I have the figure of Angel Bassett. That was a compliment, right? That was it. Because I'm not fat. Right. All right. Thank or you. Or a woman. Uh, here we go. We don't <laughs> see gender. <laughs> no gender. Sure, we do. Why not? All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, have a conversation with Alex from the Three Weavers. Uh, hold on. I need to push the start playlist button. There we go. Uh, Alex of Three Weavers. Here we go. Uh, coming back this session. Thanks for sticking up. Hang on. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to MoreBeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. 
This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishev, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like pub discounts that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more, Zymergy Magazine, and eZymergy. For tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love. And access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join right now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Thanks for joining us. It's the session live from the Hop Grenade in downtown Concord. If you're a local, I highly recommend coming down and uh, checking out some of Alex's beer. She is from Three Weavers, 
down in the SoCal. If you're hip, if you're if you're real cool, you call it SoCal. Otherwise, you call it LA because anything south of the Grapevine is LA to out of towners. I feel that I pisses feel, right? off San Diego people. Uh, like it, pisses, believe. it pisses off Orange County people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't really care about Orange County. San Diego is upset better that they're a part of SoCal. Yeah, and then everyone in LA goes, County. yeah. Everyone in LA goes, yeah. That's right. Yeah, there's no there's no Orange County, there's no San Diego. It's all just L.A. It's the entirety. Yeah, of, I guess uh, you would think that. <laughs> why it's not? It's the right? state of Connecticut, basically. Mm. Well, <laughs> why not? What does that even mean? There's still one of those. <laughs> we don't know. What, we, Sully just kind of has word salad. Yeah, just ha- have a chuckle. I'm older. I say things. Believe them. <laughs> as long as uh, you do. <clears throat> Alex, thanks for joining us. So you you came up here for this, right? I did. Yeah, I took an airplane. Wow. Whoa. How, I don't even know how that works. You I have know. flown before, right? I Where'd have you take flown it? before. Uh, to Oakland? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, now, many people not, may not know this, but uh, you are actually a listener of the Brewing Network. You're a Bruce Strong fan. Yes. Right? Yes. How long have you been listening to Bruce Strong? Uh, it's been a little while, but I was listening to Bruce Strong before I moved out to California. So that was about six years ago. Where'd you move from? Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. Was it the dulcet tones of Jamil Zanishef that brought it, you from Miami? <laughs> I was starstruck I when I met him for the California. first time, I have to admit. <laughs> it's like those, uh, those like starlets or whatever from the Midwest in the 30s. Like, I'm going to move to Hollywood and star in the pictures with Faye like, Ray. I'm going to move to Chico. <laughs> I'm going to move to Chico and make no money at all. Uh, how long have you been in the brewing scene? Were you a home brewer first? I was a home brewer for a little while. Um, I studied brewing in brewing science pretty formally in the senior year of my undergraduate program in Miami, and I've been a professional now. I guess it's been about five and a half years. Five and a half years. Yeah. What drew you to the profession of of home brewing? I didn't want to be an attorney. No. Um, oh, wow, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's like forty percent of the brewing industry. I just didn't want to be a lawyer. I, I had yeah. never really been exposed to it before, and I. Felt, I just I loved it. It was great. The fact that I could produce this really amazing beverage that was, you know, analytical but also very artistic mm-hmm. in its skill, and maybe even get a paycheck from it. <laughs> maybe. maybe has and, that and, happened yet? Yeah, you got oh, paid. Yeah. I pay my rent. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Most people don't do that. Most people are on, uh, you know, uh, unemployment, especially people around here. I am. Yeah. <laughs> what about your? Student? I live in L.A. now. Um, what? Huh? That's true. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Who, no. Were you saying something? Huh? Oh, I said, what about your student loans if you're going to be a lawyer? I don't have them any. I, di- I didn't go to law school. That no. was it. I was like on the, cl- the, edge, of the, I was on the edge of the cliff. <laughs> and oh. then brewing kind of backed me down. And um, okay. otherwise, I was going to jump off. Who taught you when to, and, uh, how to homebrew? My college professor. His name is Barry Gump. Really? Yeah. That's a great name. Barry Gump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If can he's make listening, hello. Beer, you can make <laughs> happy beer. Let's There's talk about malt today. He was fantastic. No, he was great. And um, I Your really professor. kind of took on to what we were doing. And he said, you know, you could actually have a profession in this if you wanted to. There aren't a lot of women in it. It isn't very highly paid, but it's there for you. If you're interested, I can write you a letter of recommendation. I don't know how much that helped. Wait, what kind of class was this? Brewing science. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot more sense. It's not like, uh, <laughs> you know, advanced maths or, you know, uh, you know, Florida state history. Abrahamic like religions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's that is. I studied like, that too. Uh-oh. Someone in here has a degree. Yeah. All your thinks are real smart. Yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, I see here that your first brewing gig was at Sierra Nevada. I was an as intern a paid there. Intern. A yeah. paid intern. I lived at the brewery. They have this cool little duplex there. They paid me money. Oh. Wow. 
Yeah, I um, I wrote a training course for them that they uh, it was basically grain to glass why Sierra Nevada does things the way that they do it. Okay, so you're smart, like you know stuff. So, so <laughs> that's why what I'm that? getting out of this, right? I yeah. mean, you wrote you. I mean, what did you write for Sierra Sean, Nevada? Sean, you can speak if you want. To. Uh, well, I mean, you have to admit. I mean, she she went to school in Florida. Yeah, she took a brewing class there last semester and decide and then pulls up stakes, goes out to Chico and gets a paid internship. I mean, that that word's probably never even uttered here at this brewing network. <laughs> I mean, paid internship. It's no. internship. Period. It's free, and then gets a job at uh, at uh, Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada, I mean, well, okay. and right. For them, so, and, right. and then write something. Right. Tell me about. Okay, it. so I had a combination of some of the knowledge they wanted on the brewing end, and I also had technical writing experience because I worked through college. So I did some technical writing throughout college, and they were looking for this happy marriage. Mm-hmm. They actually posted the internship originally at Davis, and they had some very specific application requirements, like cover letter and resume. And out of had all to be from the people, Florida. no, out of, <laughs> of all the people that applied for the job out of Davis and myself, I'm the only one that actually followed all of their directions to a T. Wow. wow. So whoever of you like five years ago decided to not send a cover letter, you, you fucked yourself. Yeah. You didn't write, write the dates. You forgot to put a comma here. Probably washing kegs somewhere in like Iowa. I'll make it one day. I just, I, my grandfather or, is going to leave me in his will 20 grand. Or at Heretic. Hey. Oh, burn on you. Oh. How was working out? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask if Sierra Nevada ever led on how many applicants there were. Like you got the, how many people want to be paid interns there. I'm, I'm assuming hundreds. I don't know. I don't know. They never told you. No, so I sent out my Make resume cold, like to fifty breweries, paper, resume, cover letter, everything. Yeah. And I got calls back from a few people and a couple of them shot me down after like an interview. I'm not gonna mention so, who they were, you guys. Screw you guys. But uh, <laughs> wow. But no, Sierra Nevada was no the feelings. best it was the best possible position I could have gotten and I moved to Chico three years after graduating from college. So, so you had no problems just that's it. Uh, this is what I want to do. I want to be yeah. a brewer. And in order to do that, I have to uproot my entire life and shift it across the country. Yeah. Into just some weird college. Well, you were, young, you were young. I mean, you know, so, yeah. yeah. So that seemed like It was easy. Like it a, wasn't like I, I had any sort and you, of... And you, honestly, you were, you were in Florida, so... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. oh, I'm sorry. I love you, like Florida. A, love you. <laughs> but you're, you're from Miami. We'll be there. I am. Here. Yeah. So, I yeah. that's... I mean, that's everybody you know. Yeah. It's fine. Wow. Okay. Huh. Let them in. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's uh, American what? Indians uh, doing a rain dance What's next door. What's going on in the women's uh, bathroom? Uh, over there. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't actually that big of a deal because at the time in Florida, it was a really dismal place to even try and get a job. I applied okay. to the few breweries that existed there, and they all just kind of laughed at yeah, me. Yeah, because that's kind of a barren brewing scene, also, right? Yeah, it's getting a little yeah. bit better though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you shift out to to Chico, mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much anybody in the brewing industry at that time, I imagine, would love to work for a giant brewery like it was that. I mean, they're the they're trendsetters. Yeah. They're the industry standard. I yeah, imagine, and they for, do for everything kind of in a way. I think that they do everything in a way that it should be done. I mean, that takes a lot of money and mm-hmm. engineering and things like that. But that was the best role model to walk into for your first brewery experience ever. I imagine it sets the bar relatively high. It does. So, what did you do as an intern there? Uh, so I basically ran around the brewery, interviewed department heads, followed brewers, seller people around, filtration guys, talked with sales, and just kind of got an idea of like the ethos of why Sierra Nevada is doing things, why they're such stewards of the environment, so their sustainability programs, why they choose to use whole cone hops and be these like ultra pure traditionalists. And it was really incredibly cool, and then put it all into this. It ended up being it was like a hundred and seventy page document or wow. something with the PowerPoint. Hmm. 
Is that what you got hired specifically to do? Is yeah. to do that? that yeah, paper? but it was kind of self. It was like self guided. And right out of college, after doing research for so many years, like writing papers and stuff, it was easy. Except sure. I ran around a brewery, and I. I mean, <laughs> you lived I in a brewery. Up, I wake up in the morning. You could hear the fuel cells like. The fuel cells at Sierra Nevada were like right across the street and you'd walk outside the door and you could, you could smell them brewing. And celebration season was really great too because oh, like wow. the smell coming out of the brew house during celebration season was just like so rich and sweet. That must have been like a dream come true for it anybody was. in the brewing industry. I definitely, especially... I definitely cried a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Oh, it was beautiful. That's like, awesome. That smell, like just to walk in and to see that place. Ken Grossman walks in. Excuse me, Alex. What's going on here? Nothing. I just no, got I'm some just, yeast in my eyes. He's a, he's a, <laughs> Ken, Ken's not much for small talk. So. Are you yeah. weeping? Come over here by the kettle. <laughs> We need some salt addition. Cry tears into our kettle. Yeah. <laughs> did they did they put you up in that duplex too? So you lived there for free? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. It was part of the deal. Yeah. And got paid. Yeah. Did and you get did you paid. live with any other interns or did no, you it was your like own a place? Three bedroom part of the to duplex. Your, to too. yourself? Yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. And they stocked the fridge with wow. beer too. Oh. That I was it all Sierra <laughs> Pale Ale? No. So torpedo. It was right when torpedo was just coming out and I was oh, yeah. I was a big fan of torpedo at the time. You were drinking the Kool-Aid. I was drinking they the Kool-Aid. They were feeding oh. it to you for sure. I still, I still drink the Kool-Aid, even yeah. though I'll, I'll probably never work there, but, oh, absolutely. Would you, would you go, so, so now you're starting your own place. Would you, would you take a job there? Um, if they go, look, Alex, maybe we really need you back. In, instead of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Instead no. of retirement, just uh, be like the head brewer, like a. No, you know, I don't know of... if I could function um, most optimally in a large sort of corporate brewery environment like that. I can't imagine going from a from the track record you've had, which we'll get into in a second, but then then going to to kind of a a, a larger. I don't know, umbrella for lack of a better term if, of, if, of, if Steve of were, rules and regs, right? So if Steve Dressler were to walk up to me and say, hey, Alex, take my job, I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. But if that's I have probably, to. that's it, though, I think. Or actually, their pilot, like to run their pilot system or something, that's a really cool Yeah, thing. don't they have like a quadrillion barrel pilot system or something like no, that? I think it's actually a 10 barrel. It's 10 barrel. Are you sure? Oh. Yeah. But it's a it's a scaled down that. version of their two hundred. Right. So it's like a yeah. five it's like a five vessel, ten barrel, really cool Mueller system and I'm gonna check that fact because I think beautiful. you might be wrong. No, I think you're wrong. <laughs> wow. Challenge. Accepted. She might have written the technical papers on that. <laughs> yeah, she might have no, system. not on the pilot system. But Warren, there's no proof, so we don't know. Yeah, I did, I I did go to beer camp once. That was cool. How is that experience? It's awesome. Yeah? Yeah. You just, uh, what do you learn about the brewing process and then and then you actually get to execute it? or They wine and dine you and you ride around on the beer bike, get tours, drink okay. beer. Yeah, brew a beer in the pilot um, in the pilot brewery. I saw those things all over Denver. So there's those no beer camping. Bike yeah. yeah, yeah. They're kind of weird. No, no, but in Asheville, I think, like I've heard, allegedly they're supposed to have like a campfire with cabins and stuff. Wow. For an actual beer wow. camp, so yes, like I want to go to Asheville. Camp. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. building a, a facility to host. Camp, it might already be trips. done. Are they, I don't yeah, know. Are they going to hire the camp bully, or are they just going to let that? <laughs> yeah. Like, who's going to get on the yeah. flagpole you by the underwear? They've got, they've got a full time <laughs> camp counselor. Could you imagine being a like full time beer camp counselor at Sierra Nevada? I right. would love that because I would just yell at people to to go back and walk. Grab your Stop t- running down the hill. That used to happen to me at camp. Grab your toothbrush. I'll the louder time needs cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> All these home brewers uh, just showering in a common shower. Uh, All right. Uh, down uh, for the mess hall. Here we go. This ruined that for me. No, one, no, you never went to camp? Well, I did, but I uh, I didn't do that. They were topless no. haircuts. I didn't have community showers. <laughs> oh, man. Community showers are the worst. It's like, like P.E., but without the oh, yeah. credit. You, 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 never, you never knew whether you were going to get actually a hot shower? <laughs> 
Did you do the uh, Did you do the beer camp while you were working there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was part of It was part of my research. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. That At is least the that's perfect... what I said. So after <laughs> After your internship, did you go look? I need to do another paper. How can I leave now? Um. I did you no, try to... It wasn't as It wasn't as dreamy as that. No. no. I asked for a job and. I didn't have the right qualifications for the, the production positions that I wanted. They kind of wanted to put me in like a desk job, and I really didn't want to work behind a desk. Did you claim sexism? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so after Sierra Nevada, so your, your, your internship is up. Yeah. You're ready to split. Yeah. Where do you go there? Um, Moylands. Moylands? In Nevada. Yeah. I moved down to the... Fa- the fair Bay Area, and I, <laughs> I love it here. But uh, <laughs> I worked at Moylan's. Denise Jones gave me a job there. Awesome. Um, I worked in the cellar. I did a lot of bottling, packaging, stuff like that. Really so you, like the grunt work. Yeah, you've, yeah. You've, you've started to get your hands dirty in your first totally what, real experience. Yeah, uh, of calluses, brewing maybe calluses built up like you wouldn't believe. Was that kind of a um, a surprise? Maybe an, an, a, no, no, no. Okay, well, I guess you've been around it because, like, to me, I wh- didn't know. No, I went yeah. in without any sort of expectation. Right. When you don't have the experience, you got to be open minded to what it's actually going to be. So I didn't have any sort of preconceived, glamorized notion of what this job would be. Oh, I would. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> yeah, do for yeah. sure. I still do. Yeah, <laughs> like I brewed, I'm just waiting for it. I brewed <laughs> once at uh, Triple Rock. With with uh, with Roger, oh, sorry. and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. I'm just gonna not do anything. He's like, uh, well, what are you doing? I'm just standing here. Uh, here. Put this over here, and he was like pushing me around. I'm like, yeah, what? I gotta do work? Yeah, that's insane. I'm a brewer. I don't have to Triple Rock's to work. a really cool system, though. I mean, Triple Rock's pretty unique. That's yeah. for sure. Trying to mm-hmm. grain out, Triple Rock, pull Sitting the mash out. You're really tall. Yeah, well, I actually yeah. can. Like, I worked there for a month. They did this little brewer sort of exchange program with Drakes and Triple Rock and stuff, and I loved it. I thought it was great. It's cool, yeah. but uh, I, I definitely had a misconception of, of how much work. What were you went expecting? Into. Yeah, right. Especially <laughs> with Roger. I, 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 you know what? I, <laughs> no, well, I was expecting yeah. to sit on a lawn chair and drink beer. Yeah, I mean, you have met Roger before actually i wanted to be a little backpack on roger no i i guess i expected more minions what what surprises me in the brewing industry is is how little help that brewers have it's a lot of like this is your this is your domain you're you're the brewer you clean kegs you clean the mash tun you clean the floors you do all this stuff and i expected uh you expected sully's life i expected sully just to travel and and eat cheese curds all day why am i getting thrown to the bus right now i worked i worked there for two and a half years actually yeah, uh, that's a hard brewery for a tall person to be yeah. in too. I mean, yeah. I like how many, how many times I like hit my head on the, the sample cocks there coming I can up. See that. That. Sample cocks. Like, uh, I mean, it's a big head. Yeah, it's a big yeah. head. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a hard brewery to work in. Actually, very narrow. It's like working in a submarine almost. So, but uh, but yeah, that, that's that's I'm, what I expected. What in a small brewery, just this push army a button of... and grain out would happen. Oh, Oompa Loompas. I yeah, that now. I guess. Or, or how about just a lot of interns? Interns, right? In, interns. Yes, exactly non, right. Non, no, you got to pay your people. You, you pull a lever and beer comes out of a faucet. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, we're gonna brew. That means drink. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. So to what me, it was that? it was shocking. But I'm pretty dumb. So there's I work. Thought, in, uh, yeah, I would. Who 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 would have thought that there's a work to make? A bunch there's of work beer. involved. Yeah. Yeah. So you learned all that basically at, at Moylan's. No. Like hands on. No. no. Uh, I learned the packaging side and stuff. There there was a lot of staff there, and to the bottom of the totem pole, and there wasn't a lot of room for advancement. So I started seeking out opportunities elsewhere. Uh, and then uh, elsewhere would be uh, Drake's. Landon and Drake's yeah. in San Leandro, right? That was a great job. Well, I think you almost, I mean, tell me if this is fair to say, you kind of went in reverse, I guess, for lack of a better term, from like from the behemoth of behemoths sure. to Moylan's, like a really well-established regional whatever with some distribution, and then all the way to your current gig, which we'll get to, which is 
a brand new fledgling just getting off the ground. It's kind of a reverse path. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, not, not maybe not for beer, but just sort of traditionally, right? Well, like I, who, who who starts at J.P. Morgan? Oh, I guess uh, plenty of people. And I like eventually to think they that it's just own. well-rounded. You know, I've been able to experience a lot of different facets of the brewing industry, and it's really settling into where you want to end up, or at least for now. You know? But yeah, but uh, Scott has a point because I think I think it's uh, it, not many folks get that kind of indoctrination to the brewing world i suppose yeah. at a at a benchmark right. high level and, and now, giant production and actually like now it's a lot it's a lot harder i mean i can imagine it, yeah it's so, it's so much more competitive as far as jobs go there are more there are more breweries out there but a lot of them are like the sole proprietor sort of brewer mm-hmm. thing going on and back then it just wasn't it wasn't mainstream like it is now so i probably would have had a much harder time trying to get a job now than i did you know five and a half years ago absolutely yeah but i but i think you 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 did kind of have a, a really nice path yeah, you, that was you, really cool. It's a mean, great, it's a great crown on top of your resume. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, the, I mean, was it an extreme to go from Sierra Nevada to to Moylands? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. they're they're <laughs> night and day different. <laughs> they both make amazing beer, but that's, I mean, that different that's got to be yeah for sure. Yeah, how was that? It's fine. To navigate. <laughs> it was all right. I really, it was I, like, well, fucking no. whatever, dude. What do you want from me? No, it's not I did that it. at all. So I was completely enamored with yeah. the industry in itself. So I just was kind of like a sponge. I was just taking it all in. Whatever it was, you kind of, it is what it is. You take it as it comes at you. And it just happens to be a really tiny brew pub in Novato. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think uh, what you're saying uh, is that you go from uh, Sierra Nevada, which is a huge company, mm-hmm. and they have all these uh, processes and systems in place. And then you go to a small little brew pub where you've got like a brewmaster. And then you have other, maybe a few other people working there, and you're all kind of, and you, you're all kind of, you all have different hats. You're all like kind of running around with your heads cut off. I mean, yeah. it's not as probably structured as it was at Sierra. Absolutely. Well, actually, so actually Denise kind of a, runs a really structured show for sure. But yeah. it, I don't know, it's really small. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, so you. Ha- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Doc. I was saying, Sully, I did see the dump trucks inside your building. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Let's get back to Alice. <laughs> Uh, so Drake, <laughs> a small dump truck. <laughs> so you you shift up to, uh, or actually down to uh, uh, San Leandro, mm-hmm. and uh, you, uh, it says you're running the barrel aging program. Yeah, I, I end my uh, ending position at Drake's was the lead brewer, so I mm-hmm. handled re- uh, new recipe development and I did all the raw ingredient sourcing. I ran the barrel program, the cask program. It was really such an amazingly cool job. Did you get hired to do that, or was that kind of a thing where you had to work your way up to that? No, I got hired as a shift brewer. And, shift but brewer, when okay. I was hired, there was just four of us running all of the all the production, from you know brewing to filtration to packaging. Everything was done by four of us. Yeah, yeah. And the company grew a lot in the three years that I was there. Drake seems like it, it, it's it it's a small brewery from what it, from from the outside looking in, but it seems like there's a lot of brewers that come out of there, really high quality. Mm-hmm. Brewers, that's yeah, you have a lot of. They also, know what they're doing. You have a lot of other brewers who've gone come from other places that yeah. you know, of at other breweries that have gone there as well. I mean, I mean that place is blowing up. I mean, you know, they're yeah. they're they're you know taking new space in the next building and they're you know upgrading all their equipment. I mean, it's really it's getting a lot bigger. But you look at like you know <clears throat> you have uh, Jeff O'Neill who's out at Ithaca or he's at uh, Peakskill now. Mm. You have Bert Boyce who's like. Poised to run the Boston Beer Company. Wow. You have Brian Thorson, who's in LA. All former Drake's Brewers. Roger, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Roger Davis, who's at Faction, and his beers are just amazing. Uh, Melissa Myers, who's an amazing brewer, now is the Good Hop. It's just really, it's an amazing place to learn. I think I, I feel really happy. Oh, and, and you know, you have uh, Mike, who's at Buffalo Bills. But I learned from a lot of these like kind of old school veterans of the industry, which is really great to learn from them. Just. 
I don't know. I, I feel incredibly fortunate that that's where I really, truly learned how to brew. Absolutely, yeah. From uh, from all these old hands, kind of uh, yeah, and a lot of experience, many years of experience coming into like the education, like yeah. on the job that I got. Yeah, it's a testament to to John Martin's kind of like you know big vision of craft beer in a lot yeah. of ways. <clears throat> you know, the guy who started Triple Rock with his brother way back in like 1985 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of brewers uh, have gone through there. I mean, it's like they've a lot of people have come through that. Those those two breweries, Drake's and Triple Rock, so many yeah. people, and yeah. they've gone on to kind of do their own thing. It's pretty remarkable when yeah. you look at like um, you know, it's like the alumni, like the alumni, alumni. <laughs> yeah. of the it is, right? It is. I mean, yeah. that's what it seems like. You yeah. get people. I mean, it's 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 crazy. I mean, you just get great people, and they kind of like um, go on to do something else that's even better in some ways. So, so uh, <laughs> in my notes here, it says, and like you just mentioned, brewing production grew. Uh, I have a hundred percent. In the three years that you were at Drake's? The first year that I was there, I think we did about 4,000 barrels. Yeah. And then in the last year, I think we brewed almost 20. Wow. So it was more than that. Wow. And yeah. did you kind of uh, help facilitate that, that growth and, and kind of manage how you're going to, where to put all this beer? She did it with this hand. Here. <laughs> These hands here. These black nail polished hands. It's blue. And but it, anyway. It's so, navy. <laughs> it's, I, it wasn't me, just Sally, me. We had a really, blue. Uh, in a brewery of that size of production, you, it can't, it's not all done by one person at all. We had an amazing team, a well-trained team. Jesse Houck was our production manager. He was kind of instrumental in facilitating a lot of the processes that allowed us to grow so comfortably but we we just rocked it out we brewed when i left we were brewing 24 hours a day five days a week wow now i think they might be a little bit past that but sure when you look at doing like 23 to 25 brews in a week it's just it's always the breweries brew house is always running how do you how do you manage a growth like that what do you do do you would do you go you more fermenters people. do you get a bigger brew house a combination people of first? both yeah. no we just kept dropping in more tanks because the brew house will upgrade it from like a 15 to a 20 the brew house was capable of running. We had some of the processes that, you know, like to take a shit on you if you mm-hmm. ran them too hard, but you learned how to like say sweet things to the brew house. So you have a, you have a German you have a German brew house then? At Drake's? Because it said you took a shit. No. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Sorry. Wow, I killed uh, that. Uh, yeah. 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 Stay for the He's show. back. Wow. Wow. Uh, that was a JP no, joke, yeah. not a Jason joke. Right. Okay. Well, we so we just kept dropping in a lot of more fermenters. More okay. fermentation space because you could run the brew house. You just need a tank to brew into. Okay, and that, that's it, right? Because yeah. uh, the beer can sit in a tank for a little while if it needs sure. to. But if you're out of tank space, you can't continue to brew. Because that's what we hear a lot of people doing is is they they have a max run on their brew house. Like we can only run the brew house so many times. Yeah. There's so many brews we can push through a day. Mm-hmm. That's your your theoretical limit. Yeah. And uh, do you exactly. do you try to reach that as a brewery? Well, I mean, if, it, if I did it my way, it would be a little bit different. I would maybe not want to work it as hard. It's nice to have weekends off occasionally, mm-hmm. give the brew house a rest. But there it wasn't really in the way, in the tra- trajectory that the brewery was taking as far as sales growth goes. There was really no choice hmm. but to just drop in new tanks and brew as much as you just can. Just do it. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. When did uh, 1500 come out? Was that during your time? No, fifteen hundred preceded my this, time that there. That. that was two thousand five, I think. Oh, was that early? Nine okay. years ago? Yeah, I don't know. I think it may not have been that long ago. I don't know because I I I, uh, I think I got one of the first kegs of that. I think it was in two thousand five. <laughs> Text Roger right now. <laughs> he could time figure it out. Right, but was it like the like batch fifteen hundred or like fifteen hundred as it is now? I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I don't have an answer to a good question. I'm not allowed to toe the company line on that one. <laughs> <laughs> was that the beer that was pushing the growth? Fifteen hundred. Yeah. Uh, IPA was the number one seller. It was the okay. The yeah, IPA. I mean, just because it's called an IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. But IPA fifteen hundred, um, Denogonizer also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so you bounced out of there. I did. 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it to open your own brewery? What, what made you leave? A boy. A boy. <laughs> if, you, if we're going wow. to be, gonna be completely there. honest we about go. why I left the Bay Area. Yes. Real talk right here. Yeah, that's Get. what it was. However, I, I didn't just leave on a whim. I got another job in L.A. as a head brewer. That's at, right. At our friend uh, Sven's yes, Brewery, Kinetic. At, yes. So I moved to Lancaster. L.A., right? I became yeah. the head brewer at Kinetic Brewing Company. Yeah. Okay. It was a step See, up. No, no. Uh, you know, it's so funny right now because I'm good friends with Alex. <laughs> And I'm, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little okay. bit right now. Thank you. I've known her for a long time. Beth, turn the cameras on. Right. And uh, <laughs> this is the first time she's ever admitted. That she, <laughs> no. she, she went out and was like, I'm going to LA because I've got an opportunity there. And, there's a new party and, the and I'm going to do that. It's going to be great. And now it comes down to a boy. Wait, but was it? <laughs> you know, I love you, but fuck you just a little fuck bit right you. now. No, well, you, I mean, you're the, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, it's just, it's just refreshing to hear. Let's keep it light. You're welcome. Was it to go, <laughs> it was to go be with someone in LA or to get away from someone here? No, no. Someone moved down there. Okay. Scott, Moscow. that's a good question. Well, I don't very, know. Yeah. What's going you on in your world, right? Moscow? Like, I got to get, get out of the bay. I got to find a I gotta, thing elsewhere. I got a thing going on. I got to get rid of. See, this, this goes back to our Why would I go to LA if I was trying to run away from someone? I'd yeah. like Fiji. Oh, well, yeah. No, you told yeah. me yourself. Yeah. Run away. New Zealand. You told me yourself the last thing you want to do is make that drive. So I figure you think it's basically an ocean <laughs> right. in between the two of you, you know? It goes back to our conversation. Do you think people in L.A. resent you for calling Lancaster part of L.A.? I never did. Yeah, you did. You said LA you moved County. to L.A. Oh, okay. I never All lived right. in Lancaster. No All offense, right. Kinetic. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, yeah. Lancaster. <laughs> Lancaster's weird. We were just it there uh, yeah. a couple yeah. weeks ago. It was a I great think. train. Warren and I were yeah. together. <laughs> There's a very slow train that takes you from where I lived out there. <laughs> we're going up the grade oh, now. The, the wagon have to train? get off. Yeah. They want to the give you time to change your mind. Uh, well, when you were at Kinetic, uh, you won a couple of, uh, of pieces of hardware from I the did. JBF in yeah, 2013. I did. Uh, for a session beer for the Torque, you Torque. won a bronze. Yep. And uh, German style Kulsch, it's you won another bronze for a potential mm-hmm. blonde. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for making a session beer <laughs> yeah. in this IPA saturated market. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. It was you know, a session, session IPA, IPA, though. Yeah. Thank oh, you. So you still put the IPA tagline on there? Because that's what it is. Oh, okay. That's what it was. How do you feel about that? The, the session am, IPA monitor. So I am in the school of thinking that believes yeah. that that is a separate style. Roger Davis and I have screamed at each other about how it's, it's he thinks it's a pale ale, but I don't think it yeah, is. Yeah, well, that's why I like Roger better. I'm wait, just going to say that. Hey, go fuck yourself. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about wow. screamed at each other? <laughs> session what? and Imperial. At yeah, each we were at Coachella. We're yelling at each other. May have been alcohol involved. I, can, I can see him doing most of the screaming. <laughs> no, no. no he's like, like, like this slurry scream. Yeah. We're done here. <laughs> I, said, I don't even know you. He wouldn't back down though, and I neither would I. Was this a petting zoo? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how long you got Kinetic? Uh, I was there for nine months. Nine months, and then uh, and then you hooked up with uh, Lynn Weaver, I suppose. From yeah, uh, for well, the brewery yes. Three Weavers was just kind of a concept at the time okay. that she was thinking about and had some uh, financial backing behind her, but no experience in the brewing industry. And so well, we were introduced through. The manufacturer that we actually ended up buying all of our equipment from, and uh, they contacted her and said, "We're looking." You know, she contacted them. So we, I would like a brewmaster in the LA area. Do you know anyone? And they actually reached out to um, Jesse Hauk and asked him, "Does he know anyone?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think I might." And he kind of approached me with this, the idea of this position, and I had to. I had to feel it out. I mean, for sure, the startup is super exciting. 
Yeah, well, I think that's where everyone wants to be at some point, yeah. is, is working for themselves. And especially as a brewer, you want that freedom to do whatever you want, and it's yeah. kind of your ass. And, yeah, and Lynn and I really clicked on it, and you know, she at first um, really wanted to be the brewer, but then came to the realization there's no fucking way that that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because the lack of, of, of magic people to come out and do right, work for Right, exactly. You. There's just yeah. so and much experience. involved. Yeah. The, the experience is really kind of key when it comes to putting something like a brewery together. Absolutely. And yeah. you have that experience. So she yeah. calls on you. Yeah. And uh, so you meet, you guys match up, mm-hmm. and you're, you're a go. You're all just a go yeah. for this thing. Yeah. So you leave Lancaster, I even left. though not Lancaster I, proper. Right. Uh, and then you, you started work on, on, uh, on uh, the Three Weavers here. Yeah, it, so I started with Three Weavers in yeah. uh, December of last year. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do for them? I mean, not not currently, but as far as as far as like helping Absolutely the start up, nothing. I come to Oakland. I talk to you guys on the radio. Oh, man, I drink beer and she I run the Amex card as much like as I can. That sounds like a great job. So sounds you're, great. You're a publicist. Yeah. It's like hookers and yeah. blow, but different. Yeah, yeah. but different. Oh. Same, same. I mean, to help them. There's w- no different. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's still it's hookers and, and blow. Period. You have been to L.A., right? <laughs> no, yeah. no. Okay. So my title with the with the company is brewmaster, and I. Really, like, Lynn and I complement each other in a lot of different ways. She's got the financial backing and is really good with construction. And then I have the production side of things, Mm -hmm. anything involved with the process. So it was really just the two of us working together to find a location, um, purchase the right equipment, have the right contractors in place, putting in the correct infrastructure, and then to do the install. And now we're really, we've been brewing for a month. So it's getting, like, your groove, like Stella, um, <laughs> brewing, wow. yeah, like Jason, like Jason. <laughs> Whoa, hey, brewing well, like Jason, but really just getting everything in line, like yeah. trying, working our way to becoming a well-oiled machine, because that's what a production brewery has to be. Well, and, it's, it's also like so. I mean, you you bring all this experience. I mean, uh, Lynn had never had any experience making beer, but she's had this you know this business background, and she, right. I've met her before. Yeah. She's you know kind of a little bit of a she's you know she's a go-getter. She's great. She's got totally. she's a force, which is awesome. Yeah. And then you actually hired a salesperson, which mm-hmm. is. The other part of the whole thing that's yeah. going to you know make uh, to sell your beer out in the marketplace, and that person's uh, well, I forget their name, but Omar. Omar. Yeah. Uh, uh, we hired we hired our, our director of sales from another very um, Golden Road. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we found someone with a lot of experience in Los Angeles. Knew all poach. The- poach. <laughs> what is Everyone more? Does it. What is huh. more incestuous of an industry than the brewing industry? There is none. Well, that's actually interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you bringing that up because that Alex and Omar are brother and sister. <laughs> and oh. Omar's black; it's not possible. No, what, but you know, That's but, but, but po- I feel like it could be possible. The point is, is that you're like you're in a, you know you've kind of created this landscape and this like and the people around you for this company. It really, I mean, your branding's amazing. Your brew, your, your beers are, are great. I mean, you you had this, you had a, you were a tour de force this year at GABF. You had an end cap there, which you didn't need to have one. I mean, because that's fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, we didn't but, enter the competition this year, but we did pour it. Yeah, in. but so, but you know, you kind of make a statement. That's what you have to do this day and age. You got to be able to run your business correctly with the right people in place. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are interested in. So, so you hook up with Lynn, who wants to open the brewery. Mm-hmm. You're all, you're all systems go on that thing. Yeah. What are you doing for her? To, to help that. You, so you're going, okay, look, these are the numbers for the brew house. This is exactly what we're going to need. Sizing the equipment. All that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, finding, sourcing the uh, ingredients, all of the fittings, uh, laying out the brew house, the glycol, the steam, the fermentation space, the cellar floor, the cold box. I mean, everything, draft systems. It's just- how, much, uh, how much discretion did she give you with purchasing all that stuff? Could you just do whatever you wanted? I had to run it by her, but... Blank check. I mean, 
No, it wasn't a blank check. I mean, there's there's things that I would have right now if it were a blank check, but <laughs> like a Lamborghini. Uh, actually, I, I'm more of a Tesla kind of girl. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Are you gonna get the D? I think no, it's the X. I thought it was the X. It's the D now. Whatever. Yeah, the one girl. that's coming out next year. I'd really yeah. like one. Yeah, I almost wants the D. Lynn, I want I the want D. Tesla. Yeah. I don't like that right? car. I Everyone drove loves that the D car for a weekend. I don't like that car. Which one? That's the Model S. <laughs> You're a liar. He, I didn't like it. He drove the Model yeah. S. It was yeah, fun. He doesn't even know about the new one yet. So you don't know about the D. Well, I've heard about the D. Sully knows about you keep the D. Saying, the D, yeah. the D, the D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sound like uh, Andy Rooney somehow. A little what bit. What is it about the D? <laughs> Everyone wants the D, but it's not available yet. So um, I just had to. I had to run stuff by Lynn. You know, sure. we talked about stuff because we do, we did have a budget. It's a pretty big one, but we have a bunch of what Okay. Over five mil? No, no. no. What does it cost to... Okay, so how, many, you, how many barrels are It's a 15-barrel brew house. What does it cost to open a 15-barrel brew house? If you can tell... I can just tell, tell them. I can tell you. We're at about yeah. the $2 million mark right now. Add that's pretty 20% good. to that. That's not bad. That's good. No, no, no. That's pretty good, yeah. Most, and we have um, we have a lot of capital projects planned for like six months, 12 months, and then you know two years down the line. So mm-hmm. there's things that I wanted now that we just can't swing. How big of a facility are you in? It's uh, just under 12,000 square feet, and we're expanding another 6,000 square feet in about eight months. Oh, wow. Expanding already? Yeah, Yeah. there's a unit next door that we want to take over, so we're going to take it over. Wow. That's crazy. Were there any uh, conflicts? Because you said that uh, Lynn was the uh, sort of construction side. Did you ever have anything you wanted to put equipment-wise, and she said no because it doesn't fit the construction aesthetic? Any conflicts there? No, because I was the one who told her what goes, you know, like. Oh, you. Okay. Well, the only okay, the only struggle that we've actually had recently was with having the right amount of power. There's only so many things you can put into um, the uh, power, the power in a building. So right you have now, so many plugs, right? Yeah. Well, or panels even. So now we're waiting for, <laughs> we're waiting for Edison to give us more power, <laughs> so that He's we can dead. do things I don't like. Know. I, I don't right. want to break it to you, but yeah, he was, yeah. That's so what you're gone. saying is it's yeah. never going to happen. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me next week between eight and four on Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tesla will come screaming by. I'm better. But we came. Well, so we we chose we're in Inglewood, which is not really. Um, it's not. It's its own city. It's outside of Los Angeles, kind of nestled in actually a lot of different neighborhoods of L.A. But its own independent city, and uh, it's the only place that we were able to find the right space. Okay. It's all. We have got three loading docks. We've got like almost thirty foot ceilings. We have thick concrete floors. The power wow. and the water wow. is there. The infrastructure was there. And it wasn't three dollars a square foot. That's got to be like a, a a gem in in a in a bunch of other non less ge- lesser gems. Yeah, if you know well, what I mean. Absolutely. Like, I mean, was, how do you find a, that in L.A.? I it mean, was that, a blank slate. We have an amazing realtor. Really? Yeah. And so that was part of you. You you had to track that down because basically what I'm I, I'm trying to to I don't know kind of uh, get out to the listeners who want to open a brewery is, yeah. is how much. It takes. Don't settle for for no. just whatever you can get in because I need to be making beer in six months. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. What was uh, it? What was it? What was it before? It was a, a airport cargo warehouse. Okay, because hmm. we're right by LAX, so okay. there's a lot of cargo warehouses there. It was just a blank shell with really high ceilings. Did you find any luggage left behind? <laughs> We had some custom signs left behind because it was customs bonded. I think a television and a bunch of cigarette smoke because those guys chain smoke cigarettes in there like you wouldn't believe. The cigarette smoke was yeah. still in the Absolutely. building? Absolutely. Still floating in the air when we walked in. Did you have any luggage Warren. left I think <laughs> Garrity was picturing What's the suitcases with travel stickers on the Free stuff. This That's guy's what... been to Paris and Amsterdam. London and France. <laughs> Free stuff. <laughs> 
No, there was no luggage left behind. Did you find any like airplanes or like <laughs> trucks or people or tele- money there, or some there shit? There was a television left behind, and we're like, hey, this is cool. We got a TV. And like three weeks later, this Chinese guy showed up. He's like, I like my television back. You're like, possessions nine tenths of the law. I possess your unit here. We don't yeah. have your TV. No. So now you've brewed a, uh, uh, several batches. You've been brewing on the system how long now? Um, about a month. Okay, so um, would you do anything differently now in the build? Hmm, maybe a couple of things. Yeah, would you rethink some stuff? Yeah, so I would actually extend. Um, I would. We, we chose tile for our floors. So we went with Argolith uh, German tiled floors. I would have extended the tiling a little bit. I would have maybe put in more trenches in a couple of areas, like where the tile does not exist. Instead of like a, a little floor drain, I'd put in like a straight up trench. Okay. Well, what's there now where you would put tile? Concrete. Just concrete. Okay. Yeah, it's concrete. It's finished concrete, and it's fine and all. But you know, there's this actually there's this one really. Uh, stupid bonehead thing that I did and I placed our 30 barrel hot liquor tank like on the concrete floor and didn't really give it any sort of drainage. Oh, no. no. Oh, dear. So what are you doing? No, you, don't, you don't overfill it. <laughs> that'll, 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 <laughs> that'll haunt you in like two years. I know. Yeah. No, that's when we what's when we move it when we dig a trench. Yeah, we'll put it. It's fine. <laughs> it's haunting her now, it sounds like. A little scare into No, years. no. And, and well, we just need to know that we don't overfill it because then it's just like just water spills everywhere. And, which is fine. It dries, sure. and then we have we have some drainage, but it's not like the appropriate drainage. That's the one thing that I wish was different. Everything else, though, is actually I've kind of surprised myself, and that it's all working out really well. That's awesome. Uh, that that that's cool. It's got to be cool to to plan this to be involved from a, a, a system, especially working on a couple systems where you obviously they were there before you. Yeah. Uh, to see it from taken from the drawing board to actually. Working, yeah, yeah. it's, it's really having quite, it work. Yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah, we make actual beer out of it. Like, well, it it's actually fun. it's actually really cool because your first beers out of there. I remember following you on uh, the, the social sites because you weren't talking to me then. But um, hey. that, uh, <laughs> I just well, try she, to create controversy right now to get away from you, Kelly. I mean, what <laughs> do you oh, want yeah. from everybody? She said no, a, no, a boy, yeah. not a, not a curmudgeon. No, but you uh, exactly not an old fart. No, but your beers were like top notch out of the gate. Thank I mean, you. that that's pretty cool when you can actually turn the switch on, make beer, and they're awesome. Because I, I, yeah. I didn't sleep like for many weeks prior really? to those first batches. Yeah, and then even in fermentation, there's just a lot of lost sleep. Did you have uh, people around you going, no, it'll be fine, you'll do great. No, because you know, no like, one around d- me really knew what to do. Really? So, yeah, they're just like, ah, oh, she's taking care of it, it's fine. <laughs> or you think in, in the back rooms are going, I don't know, Alex is real worried. Should we be worried? Should we bail out of here, Lynn? I don't know. It's like she was crying in her office this morning. Is that a good thing? That's or what's happening? Happen. Sounds like happy you were for tears. Yeah. Tears in the beard. Those happy tears. Uh, so, but no, I'm actually, I'm finally sleeping again. It's really, yeah, I know. You shut up. <laughs> well, you were crying at Sierra Nevada, so you're probably used to that. That was like five fine. and a half years yeah. ago. Everybody, everybody cries. Am I, at am I not entitled to a good cry every like three to four yeah, years? I know. No. Yeah, I mean, Chris, Sean, I, I do it cry every, like twice a week. I, I'm fucking crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I do a really good job of hiding it. Yeah. It's just my cataract's leaking. It's oh, no. just a man. He thing. is old. <laughs> <laughs> and in the way. He is old. Uh, let's take a break. Yeah, and then we come back. I want to hear about. Somebody needs uh, to change me. <laughs> <laughs> I like you just the way you are. It's fine. Uh, I want to talk about uh, you brewing uh, at other breweries in addition to in the, into the build up to to actually brewing at, okay. at your place, right? Yeah. I want to talk uh, about these burrs too. Oh, I want to talk, talk about these about beers burr. too. Yeah. Uh, it's Alex Great with burr. Three Weavers Brewing. Uh, back after this. Cool. Oh wait. Now it's back after this because I I didn't know the things. All right. Mm-hmm. 
What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is awesome. No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Ugh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some Grog Tags, dude. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Grogtag.com. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit Visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand, most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now, Blickman Engineering brings you the top-tier brewing stand, the only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable and accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer and start brewing. 
from the top tier. 401 beer. It's time to talk beer and chew bubble gum. And we're all out of gum. The session. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging with us. Wait, let's let's listen to Push Rap. Hot okay. it up, hot it up. Love it. What did he say? I don't know. Those guys are hard in the Lancaster uh, streets. Vashiva Shiva Shiva Shill. Vashiva Shill? But what's, it sounds good. That guy's so hardcore. You Have like you it because it sounds Have you ever been to Lancaster Jewish. before? <laughs> I feel yeah. like I was there when so, I was listening to that song. What, does it, what did the Jew rap? <laughs> That's a new BN game coming yes, up after is. the break. Oh, man. <laughs> what's the Jew wow. rapping about? What are you looking at right now? I'm looking at Adam and Eve. I uh, wanted to give a shout-out to our fine sponsor, Adam and Eve. Go to adamandeve.com for all of your adult entertainment and adult pleasure needs. They have a, a lot of uh, uh, sensual and sultry trick-or-treat costumes on sale right now. Uh, use the code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. And you get uh, a bunch of free stuff. You guys all know about it by now. Uh, Scott, what do they get? Oh, man. Uh, so many free gifts that we they, can't mention it, right? Yeah, they get Ugh. a lot of sensual stuff. Free, uh, and free DVDs. Something for more. her. There's something one for him. It's, but it's more now. I think yeah. they're sending more DVDs oh, now. Oh, really? Right. They're expanding yeah. it. They're, I thought it was five the, DVDs. It's a lot. Turn of the phrase. It was five. Uh, yeah. Wait, I don't know about this. What's going on here? So, so if you, I buy something, you go to adamandeve.com. Go ahead. You go to adamandeve.com. Look, I'm older. I need to know this. You look for DVDs. You get some toys for your partner, some costumes maybe, whatever, sensual things. And they give you. Yep. Uh, not only free shipping, but they give you a free gift. I get a free gift. You get multiple free <laughs> Several. Gifts, gifts, but they won't tell you about them because they're they're very central, very private gifts, and they want it to be a surprise for you. You got to use coupon code BN Army. BN Army to get yeah. these things. You know what? When we are done here today, I'm going on that site. I'm using that code, and I'm buying. Stuff. You got to do it. What are you yeah. going to buy, Sully? Well, I'm going to get the flashlight I see right there in front of you. Oh, okay. And um, the free stuff. You know. <laughs> You know, usually we go through and we, 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 we all say our, our favorite genre of DVD because they have a wide variety of DVDs, but I thought it might be cool to... Babysitter to, porn. To what? <laughs> what? <laughs> to think about what, what genre should they have. Let's make up a genre. Oh, I thought you were... I thought we were like, I think, like, it was I like... Think just, just, oh, he did. Like, no, he did it. We just, I thought it was truth or dare right now. I just, <laughs> that, that, that was a Howard Stern lift right there. So. <laughs> if, if, uh, uh, Sully, that was porn. That, that was an adult male with a child lift. Do you know that tons of people did like hook up with their babysitters? I've learned this in my adult life. That I've talked to, really? and they were like, "Yeah, I was thirteen, and this chick uh, Jessica next door, she was seventeen. She's babysitting me. We made out a few times. Like, you, you did. Like, yeah, I know more than one person who this Wait, happened to. That's why to. the genre is so popular. <laughs> the, no, no, no. We're living there thirteen the kid, year old years. The no, oldest yeah. kid made out with a babysitter, not the parent. That's what you're saying? No, uh, when you no, the dad brought the babysitter home, and oh, right before okay, she got okay. out of the car, he grabbed. No, yeah, the kid. The <laughs> I thought you said, kid. I thought you said when I was 13. I want to. Well, I made I, out with a 17. No, because no. well, that's the babysitter porn genre. Is, is yes, the parent for people like compromise myself? So like Sully goes, oh, hey Kendra, I'll take you home. <laughs> Drive in my yes. you know my Jag or yeah. whatever. And uh, zooming down I mean, the Burton right. Hill. And Kendra's like, you you own a brewery, I, don't you? And she scoots closer to him. You know? yeah. Were yeah. you in the car that time? It, it sure is <laughs> cold on my side yeah. of the car. In fact, Sully wow. has two cars, one with bench seats and Correct. one with bucket seats. Yeah, the pickup truck is That's for when he true. brings the chick home. Right. That is true, actually. <laughs> and, uh, sir, anyways. we have the finest uh, Corinthian level bucket seats. No, 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 no. <laughs> I need a bench seat. <laughs> 
Anyway, head to adamandeve.com and use code BNARMY, B-N-A-R-M-Y, and get all your free gifts, and uh, it'll be a good thing. All right, so we're back with Alex from Three Weavers Brewing, and uh, what I wanted to jump into, Alex, is, is uh, uh, before you guys were up and running, you were brewing beers at other breweries, Well, right? we were doing collaborations. Collaboration beers, yeah. Yeah. We weren't, it wasn't like a contract situation. Um, it's, no, you were actually brewing. Yeah, them. actually, right. I went yeah. to my friends and I'm like, hey guys, my brewery's not going to be ready for a little while. I kind of miss brewing. Do you want to make a beer with me? And they said, sure. One of them said, go fuck yourself. And then they said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this? I want their address. I'm not talking about that. I want their address right no, that's now. That's fine. Anyway, right. so um, I, I didn't say that. I didn't use the word fuck. <laughs> well, she said friends. So. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. Well, that gets um, you on twice. But is that something that, that you think is, is necessary to try to get your, your name out? Or was it just you just wanted to get brewing again? Well, so actually, I kind of modeled it after what Megan Parisi did at Blue Jacket in Washington, D.C. She's mm-hmm. not there anymore. She's with Wormtown now. But but for the I'm many sorry, years. Wormtown? Yeah. Like, what did she do? Wormtown. She's the brewmaster. Okay. What, what did, what, oh, she what's was, the story? She did like 20 collaborations. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So um, she did uh, a bunch of collaborations prior to like basically a lead up to like Blue Jacket opening. And. She worked with like Demolin and people all over the place, and so like international collaborations as well. And so by the time that they opened, they had like twenty beers that they had collaborated on people with, and people. Wow. I, I, I don't know, like, if you guys have ever heard of Blue Jacket, but I was Mm-mm. following kind of their progress, and they were in DC, and I think that that's the right way to do it. It's not quite organic growth, but you're able to kind of showcase the styles that you want to do, but in um, different sorts of venues. Yeah. Was this uh, because to, to raise funds for for three weavers, you guys uh, ran a pretty kick ass Kickstarter campaign. That was just um, that was actually just for some of the last minute the, the details in the tasting room. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. just it was a Kickstarter for the tasting room itself. The brewery itself had nothing to do with any of the Kickstarter funding. And right. what we really wanted to do with that campaign was bring attention to what we were trying to do. Okay. And uh, uh, what you're trying to do? We have some of your beers in front of us right now. We have a session IPA mm-hmm. and the ESB. Yeah. Uh, which we drink first? Okay, so let's start with the session IPA. Session IPA. It's called Stateside. Um, it's uh, for Bebevo, please. Hey. Alex is right in the middle of speaking. Oh, it wasn't, never it me. wasn't me. <laughs> never me. Ever. It's a oh, four man. four and a half percent session IPA. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, a session imperial. Mm, San Diego <laughs> Pale Ale. No. So San Diego Pale Ale. <laughs> <laughs> that is a style, right? Um, that's sure. Southern California, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Southern. It's just north of oh, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's north of LA, right? North of North. No. No. That's the grapevine. So <laughs> <laughs> that's where LA. That's where LA starts. Uh, oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Okay. So four and a half percent. It's a very simple malt bill. We use Turo and um, Simpsons Light Crystal. In it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got a, a pretty high mash temp. I mashed it at, at about 156, mm-hmm. so that it's got a, a nice, a nice finishing a gravity. Yeah, a lot of body yeah. to it. You, you yeah. know, in a session IPA, you don't really want hop water, especially when you're working. You know, in the sub five ABVs, and uh, finished at about 3.3 Play-Doh, so it's got a lot of body to it. And um, it's pretty liberally hopped with citrus and tenniel, chinook, and crystal. Mm. And I don't do a lot of upfront bittering in any of my beers. I do a lot of late hopping. I try mm-hmm. and even pull a lot of IBUs out of the hops. In the late kettle editions, and then I'm pretty liberal in the dry hop. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of apologetically, and yeah. this is what I do. Yeah, so it's about a one and a half pounds per barrel in the dry hop. It's all about the finish. Yeah. 
single I, out. Yeah, and the thing about it, though, is it's such a, a, a low-gravity beer that you really have to be mindful of your runnings. It really doesn't taste low-gravity. No, this. and that's oh, the point. Yeah, wow. four and a half, and I never go below. Like Once I, I monitor my runnings on these lower-gravity beers, and once I hit you know, just above two Play-Doh, that's when I cut Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Why do you have to be mindful of that? You don't want to... Uh, below two, you start to really pull astringency out of the... The, the the husk of your malt below just two like, Play-Doh yeah below two Play-Doh just like if you sparge too high what is that doc two, uh, you're the math uh, guy uh, yeah I don't know specific gravity yeah yeah, and so okay. in, in the same way, just like with sparge temps, I sparge between one, 165 and 170. I don't really like to go above 170 because you still risk, you know, you risk pulling the astringency out. And it's such a pale beer that you can't afford to get any of that in there. Nah. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, all yeah. that would kind of come through. How do you dry hop, like temperature and how um, far into the process? What are your secrets? I, <laughs> right. Just lay them all out. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. So I usually um, I dry hop just before the end of fermentation, usually somewhere about a half a, pl- a half a degree to a degree Play-Doh before it's done. Um, I like there to still be a little bit of activity in the beer mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes ensures that the pellets don't drop all the way out, like to the bottom of the tank. Oh, to kind of keep mm-hmm. them in solution, keep all the oils active and, yeah, and, and uh, um, absorbed. On, on a beer like this, it gets about five days on its hops and then I, I crash to 32 degrees. Mm-hmm. And then I'll drop, you know, depending on what's going on, drop the yeast off of it. But I like to do five days. And some IPAs, like we have a double IPA in the tanks right now, that the point was to make it as excessive as possible. So I gave it like three dry hops. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of dry Three hops. dry hop and sessions? They, like, uh, yeah, three dry hop sessions. And I think we're now at about three pounds per barrel on the dry wow. hop. So wow, it's kind lot. of like the law of diminishing returns. It tastes really delicious. Wow. Do you, yeah. do you uh, drop the, the first charge out and no. pull that off and, and no, just keep it in? No, it's still warm. Keep it, keep it in. Okay. I'll drop yeast off of it. but Because uh, it's still warm? Why, the, why tank is that the, the tank is still warm. It's still, I think, getting some of the benefit of the temperature and the hops that are already in there. Just kind of charging more into it and more into it. Because there's two schools of thoughts, right, for for. Yeah. For dry hopping, it's either do it warm or cold. Well, I think that when you get cold, you one um, you kind of stunt the, the hops' ability to to pull those volatiles out of the the pellet or whatever you're using itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go cold, I think that it's more vegetal. And so, I, I, I mean, there's most of the people that I know school of thought will dry hop just around fermentation temperature. There's those that believe that there's like yeast flocculation will pull out some of the oils, and so they'll maybe drop the temp a couple of degrees to encourage flocculation. But I, I don't know. Then I, I come into this sort of debate with, do I really want to do it? That requires fermentation to be pretty much done, and I don't like to dry hop when the beer is completely finished. Well, why not? I like the little bit of activity left in it just to kind of stimulate the hop. Just drops to the bottom. Yeah, otherwise... Okay. It's some, well, some pellets are... I was actually... So I was in Yakima a few weeks ago listening to Matt Bernolds and talk about how they run oh, dry hop tri- trials. Name dropper. It might actually... It might <laughs> actually I, I've, heard of, I've heard of him. It might actually have been Jeremy Moynier from, from Stone. I'm sorry. I can't I remember exactly which one it was. But they say they test different pellets and their, their dry hop... Um, their dry hop potentials just by like... Just seeing how the pellet drops. Huh. And and some lots of hops processed by different brokers, different growers, or whatever of the same variety may be denser than others and have a tendency to just fall to the bottom of your tank or float on top. And actually, it was Stone. It was Jeremy at Stone who did this. And it, so they test <clears> them beforehand. Do you think at, at some point that's all you do with the money that you make in a brewery is just it's like uh, it's government. Hot. It's like government studies. Like, oh, there's a study that came out that being hit by a car is damaging to your health. What? Yeah, it's like all that kind of. <laughs> like, do, you, do you think they, at some Where point is this going? You Are, just you have like twenty right. million dollars that just. Oh, you know what we're going to do is we're going to study the effects of pellets in water. Here we go. I mean, that's something that you don't really think about unless you're a large scale 
craft brewery like that, and you you have the kind of uh, I mean, cheese I th- to make that happen. Right? I think I honestly think that a uh, well, a company like Stone can do it. I mean, they have like a little five barrel system, yeah. mm-hmm. so they can play around with stuff like no, this. No, we'll do it in carboys. And you got to do it in yeah. carboys yeah. Right. too, because you physically see. see like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. And you <laughs> drop it in there and see what happens yeah. to the hops. Like, look at that. Look well, they'll see what's also happening. do so. Like when you go to the top of a tank and you're dry hopping. Um, even whether you use a hop cannon or you're just pouring them in through the top, you can kind of put a light in through and look in to see if the hops are still floating on top. Yeah. It's actually a really cool sight. And that's like the... 100 pounds of hops floating on top of a fermenter. I think it's really cool. Just based on the on the density of the of the pellet. Yeah, the pellet itself. Because I've, you know, I've worked with Cascades that are just like rocks and they won't break apart and then some that are just light and fluffy. Why is that? Yeah, I've gotten some of those too. Uh, just, you know, it's who's, proce- it's who's processing yeah. it. It can really. also just be the hop itself because not all Cascades are created equally from field to field in Yakima and that's why a lot of us go up and do selection because you, you're given like eight lots of Cascade and you know the aroma and flavor profiles that you want out of it and you're given this like really wide spectrum of the same variety of hop. It's, and it's an agricultural product so there's mm-hmm. a lot of variance between you know one field and another and you, you're like, that's what I want. How has it been uh, signing contracts? Have you tried to get stuff that you weren't able to get? Um, I, because, you know, I have the experience with Drake's and it's a very hop forward brewery. I was well aware of the trials and tribulations of writing hop contracts. So I went into this brewery and I started writing our contracts a long time ago. We have contracts, we have five year contracts now signed. Wow. And it took me about six months to shore up all of the hops that I needed just to complete this brew year until the harvest starts to come in in like December and January, but we're okay. And you got every variety you wanted. Everything. Nice. Yeah. That's also awesome. your, uh, I mean, the reveal to pull the curtain back again. I mean, you're really tied in tight with those uh, those hop suppliers. With the, with the growers yeah. and the suppliers, yeah. And then also <clears throat> just, you know, Drake's has helped me out with hops. Drake's, Golden Road, Speakeasy. Um, hops that I really needed, they have overages, and you just really have to reach out. And a lot of breweries, breweries maybe the new ones don't have those connections. They don't know that this, thing, this, this like, sort of, like third party market is out there. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, I mean, I mean, she's not really saying it, but she, I mean, Alex is like, well known in those in those circles up there, so um, you're pulling strings. Yeah, she, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's about this whole industry is about relationships. Yeah, yeah. so it's just okay. not she's just not a you know a brewer that's coming in here. I mean, this this woman here, she knows what she's doing. She's got the you know the connections with Brewer Supply Group and Pete Simpsons, and it's like all those people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just <laughs> fucking with you now. Alex no, is no, no. Sully. <laughs> no, no, she's. Uh, Did she I just twist your nipple right? She there? flexed no. on him personally. <laughs> she pinched me. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm uh, just promoting you right now. I'm just saying that. Thank you. Uh, I, I think that, that you're, you're, you're an extension of kind of this conversation that happens in this industry is that you need to meet people and get out there and, yeah. and, and make those relationships it's, work. It's certainly made it'll, it, it made kind of transitioning into a startup, especially in this sort of renaissance of brewing, that much easier. I mean, you're my IP. The, yeah. Oh, the bubble. No, we're not going to talk about the bubble. Sorry, did, that, did I hurt you? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he bruises his yeah, fine. Uh, he man. does. Um, so. Yeah, it, I, I mean, our IPA uses Mosaic, Eldorado, and Simcoe in it, and coming into the market now and having those hops available to us now, as long as we want to make that beer, it was really kind of a challenge, but we were able to do it. Are those uh, kind of uh, highly desired hops in, in the brewing world for that? You've never heard? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they so were, and actually... I, I don't get IPA uh, monthly, uh, I'm sorry. No, so but it was actually IPA the hop monthly. that I had the hardest time finding <laughs> was Eldorado, because oh, really? it's a relatively new hop, but not so new that larger breweries haven't adopted these hops into like their, their year-round beers. And so there isn't a lot of overage, because not a lot of people are using it, and it was... Um, I had to put a lot of feelers out there, and it was finally... It was Cushel at Speakeasy. Mm-hmm. That said, yeah, we've got some Eldorado. What do you need? And that oh, was the last top. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Tully. It's it's based on uh, relationships. 
Yeah, it really is. I mean, yeah, you uh, like you know, and actually the other story that you're kind of hearing here is that, you know, there's a lot of new breweries that are opening up right now and, you know, some of them aren't going to make it. And uh, it's really going to be about business practices, great beer and how you market it. And you have to have those things in place. So I think it was like when Lynn kind of, you know, nodded, you know, took the nod uh, to you and said, hey, I want you to brew this beer. I obviously can't do this. And then your salesperson, I mean, you need to have those people in place because uh, for all you craft brewers out there, the new ones especially, like you need to like really, you need to worry about, you know, how you're going to make it and how you're going to sell it because it's just not. It's not well, about making it. It's, about it's, not, it's, right. not, it's not just call, it's just like calling your minions up to clean your mash tun, JP. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my little Oompa Loompa. Right. Wait, we have to do something today? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Uh, if they were my minions, they would celebrate the fact that they could take the workload off of me. That's, that's really... Uh, is, is that something that you, 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 you learned, you kind of knew inherently, that, look, I need to get kind of on the ball and shore up these relationships if I want to make the beers that I want to make uh, five years from now. No, the relationships kind of came about organically. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't really force it. None of them are really contrived. <laughs> or lasting. No, you're right. You don't. It's I mean, true. It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, you, yeah. They're there, and you make friends with these people, and you have something in common. And, and it's You go to England. You do a collaboration with J.D. Witherspoon, and yeah, you make a beer over there like yeah. you did. Yeah. You haven't sure. talked about that yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Sean. Would you, would you like to talk about <laughs> it? Oh, I mean, I will. I mean, it wasn't like in your bio. Wait, so where did you brew in England? You did go to You brewed for J.D. Witherspoon, right? I did, but this show's not about me. It's about you. Alex is going to sign O'Sullivan PR firm here. He's like, uh, I did all my research on you, and I got yeah. all all the all the numbers. <laughs> I just get the emails. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think about the uh, the Simcoe use in this uh, this IPA? This, uh, this no, there's crew. no Simcoe in this session. I, I don't think oh, there's there much Simcoe use. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I, there's I not at all. I can I hear you say Simcoe? No, that's in our regular. IPA. Oh, oh, okay. You guys didn't want it. We did, why are you oh, looking at me? Because, I mean, you're right. Because but it has you Simcoe. guys. No, so it's a uh, Citra, Centennial, Chinook, and Crystal, all sea hops. Just blame it on Warren. He's not saying anything anyway. <laughs> what? Yeah, Warren. He's the most agreeable man in this room right now. Yeah. Except yeah. for maybe Doc. Alex is great. I agree about him. Okay. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> Doc just He's disagreed with himself. With yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you've been brewing collaboration beers with uh, with all your friends in L.A. and area. A couple. Uh, and then... Uh, and San Diego, actually. We made and a beer with San Diego. Yeah, we LA beer, area. That's what I we said. We made a beer with... <laughs> <laughs> They're going to kill you next time. Uh, I don't so go to San Diego. It's no, we did a, we did a collaboration Mexico. with, with uh, Noble. Right. Is, is Normac? Noble, yeah. Noble Ale Works in Anaheim, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Golden Road in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. And then we also brewed with Pizza Port, Solana Beach. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's very awesome. Yeah. Uh, so all that culminates to your opening day. Yes. That's How was that? How was excited? Did you sleep the night before? It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it hasn't happened. Yeah. You haven't. No, but you're you're brewing. You're, We're your brewing. First okay. Brew so, day. but yes. I'm, I'm just going to kind of plug our grand opening for a second. Do uh, it. We have a party coming up this Saturday, the 18th, at our brew in Inglewood the from wood. Uh, two to eight p.m. Yes, the wood. Okay. The and wood. Uh, it's our it's our tasting room's grand opening. It's really the first time we're opening our doors to the public. Nice. That's great. What, what's going to go on there? Just a bunch of beer? Any the shenanigans? Botry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Botry right yeah. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of how we do it. You know, JP, it's depending on traffic, it's only about 30 minutes from, <sighs> from Disneyland. Disneyland. Oh. I know. No, wait. It's it, like 6 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. You're <laughs> 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 yeah. not selling it right now. Yeah. On a leap yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so we're, we're going to have a bunch of bands <laughs> playing. Um, we've got some food trucks there, but most importantly, the beer is brewery fresh. Yeah. We're releasing our uh, naughty double IPA Ooh. on Saturday. 
Um, it's a collaboration with the guys who designed our tap handles. They're really cool, called Naughty Woods. They make these really amazing sunglasses. Yeah, your handles look really good. Yeah, thank you. Um, and they do a lot of our design work as far as like the tactile stuff for Three Weavers. Cool. And they like really strong, hoppy beers, so we made a double IPA for them. I'll like, I like to call it a San Diego Pale Ale. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11% and 1,000 IBUs. Yeah. How, ma- yeah. how many beers are you going to have? Uh, we'll have seven original beers and then variations of those beers. Oh, awesome. So, you know, we'll have pouring stations in the uh, in like the parking lot. We license the parking lot for the party. And then we have 12 taps inside. So just, you know, check us out. Uh, speaking of your, uh, your tap room, uh, Madtown Brewer in the chat says, uh, does your tap room serve food? If yes, how do you feel it affects your business? Which I assume you don't know because you're not open yet. Uh, our tasting room does not serve food. Okay. But we have these really amazing uh, restaurants. But there's like six of them within a block of us that all agreed to deliver. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you like Mexican, um, Chinese, Mexican, 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 Chinese, Jamaican, there's this amazing Jamaican restaurant right across the street. There's pizza, (laughs) Guadalajaran, El Salvadorian, Thai, Indian, um, really cool 7 Eleven. If like you just drink, (laughs) I need a burrito bomb. That's all I need right now. You could get those too. Get the roller dogs. Soggy hot dogs. (laughs) Roller tops. (laughs) You can get that at Three Weavers, not at us. It's 7 Eleven, but it's right. Um, No, just beer. No food. We're not restaurant people. Okay, why not? Um, uh, it's a completely different licensing, man. You're mm-hmm. you're you're like you're regulated by the health department, and it's having you need to have a kitchen. We're not restaurateurs. So I guess I mean to answer his question, you don't really feel that not having food made on site affects your business. I don't think it's going to affect you, our business. You so you're pull saying your beer outside. doesn't pair well. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> with hot dog goes wheels, with it beer, doesn't. Obviously, yeah. beer and bad decisions. So. For, it, <laughs> And you have six restaurants right nearby. Yeah. Why so would you? Why open another restaurant? Right. Yes. And the, the city of Inglewood was actually really wary about us doing something like that. And in order why? to get our conditional use permit passed, they're they not need parking. We have plenty of parking. Oh. Yeah. How how is Inglewood? Inglewood is the home of the uh, Great Western Forum, where I used to go watch the Kings the play fa- all the you time. Mean the so fabulous, forum. the fabulous forum. forum, and the Lakers used to play there back in the day. Indeed, and I, I've yeah. gone to both. So I've been to Ing- through Inglewood many times. How's it looking these days? They just under they just uh, finished a really major renovation. I was forum. just going to say something, but and, and surrounding areas like how how's the uh, the the sort of general feel? Does it feel like it's gentrifying? I mean. You, you're a part of something or is are you just kind of doing your own thing? And okay, so in our around? building alone, um, it's us. And then there's some other warehouses there, but there's a raw juice company that's in, in there. The building behind us is this like really large, like uh, artist commune. Oh. So, I mean, in, there's a prosthesis records or prosthetic records or like metal, progressive metal label. Oh, I, <laughs> I was thinking that. It's probably prosthetic. Yeah. Prosthetic. Yeah. So you can take your arm off and listen to it. Yeah. That'd be great. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, it's, it's definitely a changing area. There's a lot of artists coming into Inglewood. We're just a little bit south of Culver City, and Culver City's uh, become kind of this haven for uh, creative industries, but it's really expensive. And so people are coming to Inglewood because it's still affordable, but you still have the same proximity to everything that you would have in Culver City. And we, well, I mean, now that the city knows how to deal with, with, um, with breweries, we, we want more people to come in. It's not a bad place to be established, and it's a hell of a lot easier to get through all the permitting than it is in the city of L.A. Are yeah. you guys the first? Yeah. Any good one? Yeah, we're So the you first. paved the way Maybe. for everybody else. Yeah, I would like to think that. It's very sentimental. 
<laughs> She's crying again. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Cry, all this right? crying. Yeah, thanks a lot, Lauren. How was the city to work with? Because that, that's all we hear, really, is horror stories. But I don't know yeah. if we've really ever had someone come in and go, you know what the city did? The city's been they awesome. They just did everything, Yeah, no, really. they've been great. Wow. Yeah, they're, su- they're really excited about, um, about what we're doing because it's a new business. They've never really mm. experienced anything like it. And it brings in a lot of tourism as well. So mm-hmm. people, we become a destination, and it brings people into the city of Inglewood. And if there's other things there, they'll stay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, there's a 7-Eleven. Sounds like that's pretty really, good. Right. The Jamaican restaurant is fantastic. Yeah, okay. pretty, that's like yeah. your favorite there? I love it. All right. They so serve, go to the Three Weavers Tap Room and get to, the Jamaican yeah, restaurant. Yeah, front page Jamaican Grill. Oh. It's great. They serve some of the best Jamaican burritos you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican tacos. Jamaican rellenos. I take, I take offense to your commentary. <laughs> I'm from L.A. I'm allowed to. Yeah. It's all right. By L.A., he means San Diego. <laughs> right. North of Mexico. <laughs> right. Barely. So, Okay. Opening day for your brewing. Yeah. Your brewing day. Where did you sleep la- the, the night before you, you had to go in there and fire that thing up for the first time? Not, I wouldn't. Not much. No, not much no. at all. Uh, so what happened? You just went in and I everything in worked and just we, fine. We brewed a Kolsch. Um, Any issues? No, no issues. I mean, it's a, there's not a lot of, there's really no automation to our system in itself. The only thing new about it was that it's steam and I've never worked on a steam system before mm-hmm. and that it had rakes. Like we've got rakes in our mash tun. I've never had rakes. There was just one Oompa time. Lippas. I remember when I was working at Drake's and I had this really terrible runoff on my Imperial Stout and I was texting Sean and he's like, well, just, just speed up the rakes. And I'm like, fuck you, we don't have rakes. I am the rake. Sean. <laughs> rakes in the mash tun. In the mash tun. What, what did you just move the... Well, they, move they, the they, we use it for, uh, for the mash. I don't really turn them on during the louder, but mm-hmm. it ensures that our mash is uniformly hydrated they're, they're, and... They cut up the Smooth, bed like and they butter. keep it from channeling. Oh, so instead of getting there and stirring with some with a, I don't with have, a hose, I don't object. own a mash paddle anymore. Wow. I know it's weird. Uh, See, cutting corners you symbolically. You call like it a mash paddle. I kind of want scale, one. It's a rake. Just oh, get okay, a I get. It. Oh, I see. So it, on a homebrew scale, it's a mash paddle. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. But when you make it in the industry, it's called a rake. Well, if this is big enough, you can't get no. enough mash paddles or enough minions in there. To well, we, we mash the 20-barrel system at Drake's with a paddle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even like mashing oh. 10 gallons with a paddle. That was a great workout. Like, uh, Dracon- you- Draconic and like Denogonizer and stuff, you're looking at 55 to 60 minutes. It's just like, oh. no. Do they give yeah. you waders? No. Get in there and... <laughs> rowing through. Uh, I don't uh, think many people stand? stand in the mash the, when they're the mashing in. No, it's uh, enough of them. It's twenty barrel. What? What We're having like, a conversation right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sully and Alex, please take a moment. Hey, how's it going? No, so uh, uh, when you uh, so your rake system does it help you muck out the mash? Yeah, it does. Okay. It does it? It does so it. you have like uh, the ability to, to pull it out that way, so you don't have to jump in there or anything. No, right. which I kind of miss. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, what, what do you mean? Like uh, to grain out? You yeah, don't have grain to. Out, yeah. You don't have. You have to, just no. an automatic yeah. system. Yeah. 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 The rakes on. There's just this kind of like long bar that drops down, and it slowly, as you turn on the rakes, just kind of pushes. You have like a, yeah. pushes a trap it door in this in the in the. Not yeah. on the bottom. No. It's not. Like, it's got a mash. Tun, it's got a hot liquor tank below the mash tun, so it's we have a little chute. The man oh, door, and so yeah, I'll shoot. Oh, <laughs> oh when it goes out the wrong <laughs> way. <laughs> is, it, is it just you in the brew house, or do you have? No, I have an, I have an assistant. assistant. Um, Twenty people, minions. <laughs> <laughs> Me and one other person, and we take care of most of the well, all the brewing, cellar work, packaging, stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah, so, that's cool. So, what is the capacity of the new place? Um, our current capacity with our fermentation space is just around thirty five hundred barrels, but um, our kind of ultimate goal in the facility is 15,000. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Then what happens? More fermenters? I don't know. You, no, more that... fermenters. That's like, that's like we're done and that, yeah. at that spot. And I don't know. Okay. You know, we talk, we talk about the idea of, 
you know, leaving this space, leaving the, uh, like the original Three Weavers Brewery there for like small batch and then opening up a larger facility somewhere else or maybe not. Mm-hmm. We have no idea where it's going to be, what it's going to be about. It's just everything is so new right now that we're just trying to focus on on Inglewood. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this. So you're like, you're brewing, a, you got a session IPA, you got an ESB. You got anything you want to do right now, which is like the most amazing thing it to be as a brewer. Amazing. So what is it that kind of gets you excited? I mean, what do you... What do you, what's the style you want to make that, you know, that maybe is being made by other people, but what do you like to, what do you, what do you, what's the little thing in the back of your head right now is going like, fuck, I want to brew that beer I want to here. Make a, I want to make a black lager. Black lager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Schwartz beer. Yeah. I want to have one year round. Like I want horizontal lagering tanks. I want to make proper lagers. That's interesting because awesome. most people shy away from that, I think. Because, well, I, I wish I could make it now. I mean, the coal's just the closest thing I make to it. It's just don't have the tank space. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the ability to let something sit in a tank for four to six weeks, and I wish I did. Do you think more commercial brewers would, would like to do loggers if they had the if they had their, their druthers? They just they had the space, they had the tank. Uh, I, I because, certainly hope so. Like so do I. to be able to like walk in them and just have like a really clean, fresh pilsner all the time or oh, a black oh. lager. I love that. And the Kolsch is great and all, but it's still it's not the same. I would yeah. move to Inglewood for that. Yeah. I would. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I you would. wouldn't even drive. I, I would drive <laughs> to Inglewood twice a year. I would recommend for that. people go there. Yeah. <laughs> But actually, you make up a good point. Not make up. You, you make a good point. <laughs> you invented a good thing. You invented the story of the Thank black you. lager thingy. But no, I mean, uh, I think a lot of brewers would actually uh, make lagers. But you can't because of the economy of time and scale. Yeah. You don't have the tank space. You don't have the capacity, uh, the throughput you need to push other beers through. And I think that's the big struggle with anybody who's doing production brewing right now. Yeah. So. Although we do have, okay, uh, Smog City, another mm-hmm. L.A. brewery. They make Little Bow Pills. That shit is so good. It's so fresh. The <laughs> bubbles are so tiny. I don't know how they do it. Are you, are you crying again? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think I'm crying right now. Good. I, I'm actually crying right Did now. Did you hear how tiny the bubbles were? So You'd good. be crying too if you were paying attention. Yeah, they I do wish. an amazing job, so I don't even know if I'd ever really want to give them a run for their Pilsner money, but I'll totally take on the black lager in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should. I think you should call their black lager Smog City just to fuck with them. Yeah. They might like it, too. <laughs> Are you going to uh, start a barrel program since you've yeah. done that before? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I want to be really methodical about the barrel program. I just want to throw a bunch of barrels together and see what comes out of them. When we take over the space next door um, in eight months, we plan on putting like our, our distribution, moving it to that side, and putting in a really large cold box. And the current cold box that we have right now is just about 800 square feet or something. Um Knocking the temperature up on that one to barrel aging temp and doing sours in there. That way you have a temperature, temperature control, control area yeah, for absolutely. the barrels. Yeah, because it gets really hot in LA. And yeah, sure. I mean, wild yeast does not yeah, like hot does. temperatures. Oh, yeah, a little bit of acetobacter in there. So, so you do all sours? You wouldn't do any non sours? No, I do spirits, but I don't need to. Oh. I, I don't feel as anal to like control the temperatures of our spirits barrels that is, as oh, I would okay. about the sours. It's not like temperamental yeast. Just like Spir- uh, pull okay. the whiskey in the wood out of it. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're you're more concerned with just the temperature control on barrels that have active mm-hmm. processes going on, like yeah. souring and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay, yeah. Yep. Well, you look at where most of the bourbon is made in Kentucky, and the rickhouses they rotate the barrels, but it gets hot as hell there. That's yeah. true. Yeah, All the way up. super hot, and then I mean that's why they rotate because the barrels at the top get hotter, and you get a, a faster extraction rate out of those barrels. So, huh? I yeah. would never yeah. thought of that. Uh, yeah, uh, Maker's Mark, they move them up, mm-hmm. yeah. up, up like six floors. Yeah, all the way up as they wow. age. Yeah. yeah. Just for uniformity. Huh. Yeah. That's something I would never think of. But that's why I don't have a distillery. Or, or you, don't, you, don't, you don't live in the east. That's yeah, the reason. You don't that's have the only reason. Right. Why? Now that I know that, we'll open a distillery. Yeah. yeah. Why Tomorrow. wouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. 
right now. It's already open. Uh, let's talk about this ESB. Okay. So um, I tried to make a, a beer in uh, as much of an English style as possible. Mm-hmm. I think it's an underserved style I agree in the craft with you. brewing yes. industry, yes. and I love it. Yes. Yeah. And um, so it's uh, a base of Maris Otter and Golden Promise. And then we use a little bit of medium crystal malt. I already drank most of mine. I'm going to take some. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine, sweetheart. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you're going really fast, Alex, on that ESB. (laughs) I know. It's just really strong. I agree with you. It's an underserved style. And and to me, I think beer like this is is much more reflective of of the art of brewing, I think. When you you have a lot of complex flavors. Yeah. uh, And they're done really well. And they're melded really well. And there's that balance there. Which is a word we kind of overuse in the brewing industry a little bit. No, but it's true. And and it is definitely... People don't really pay attention to balanced beers as often. But I'm really really happy with this beer. Uh, We used an English yeast strain. Mm -hmm. So we keep three yeast strains in-house right now. And this is one of them. And uh, so it's White Labs 007 Dry English. And I fermented at 68 degrees... Just to kind of restrain the ester profile. I like esters in English beers, but I still want it to be dry and fairly approachable. And I think that the higher fermented yeast temperatures tend to give it that like cellar funk mm-hmm. that are great when you're in England. But otherwise, I'm like, what's wrong with this beer? So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's really basic. Maris Otter, Golden Promise, Medium Crystal. Um, I use a little bit of extra dark because I like the little bit of dark fruit sort of back that it gives to it. And then pale chocolate. I love that. Wow. Sorry. I love pale chocolate. And so there's a little bit of pale chocolate in there, and I think that all of those things together, along with like the English base malt, um, gives it that well-rounded, balanced, toasty sort of bread profile. Doc, you like these kind of what? styles, right? Oh, I love these. Kind it's of pretty styles. good, right? Yeah. What kind? Of, what kind of hops are you using? Uh, I use uh, Bravo for bittering almost across the board. It's low cohumulone and uh, high alpha. It's good value sort of uh, bittering hop, mm-hmm. and then we'll lamb it. For nope. the, it's just really kind of late kettle, five minutes at the end of boil, will it? And no, no uh, dry hopping or anything? No dry hopping in this, no. Well, I appreciate it for one. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I it's... love it. It's good. And I, we were actually a little bit scared about how it would sell. Um, but just with the, the demand of the first batches going out, we need to make more. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. You know, at, at the, the GBF Awards, what was there something like uh, 20 or 30 entries in ESB or something like that and 279 in IPA? There was something. It was <laughs> wow. insane. It's, in, it, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I, I wish more breweries were, were doing styles like these. Well, I mean, this is what I enjoy drinking. I it's all too. about me. But yeah. Yeah, all, yeah, of course. That's why I make beer. It's for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wish that more people would do it. It's okay that they're not because I'm going to do it for them. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's a really great style. And, you know, I think a lot of people are actually brewing ESPs, but they call them amber ales. Oh, really? It's a lot hmm. easier to sell something called an amber than it is an extra special bitter because people see the term oh, bitter, bitter and it scares that, yeah. them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's surprisingly unbitter. <laughs> but yet, yet yeah. most yeah. people are IPA. gravitating towards IPAs, right? Yeah. yeah. How does that, hmm, I wonder, why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, IPA is like the catchphrase right now, which is great. Yeah. I love, I love IPAs. Okay, but I. It's not okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, but seriously, like for a little bit of beer marketing, do you think that people they see IPA and they go, "That's what I need to drink" because that's the buzzword, but they don't understand words like bitterness and bitter go along with that and then so they see ESB and they see the word bitter like you said and they're gonna go well I don't I don't want that yeah pretty much and then there's huh. also you know actually the one thing I'm gonna go out I'm up on my soapbox right now Do about it. The, the misunderstanding between bitter and hoppy yeah oh yes people yep. learn the difference between the two things yes yeah 
I'm like, oh, I don't like IPAs. They're bitter. And I'm like, no, no, they're, they're, they're hoppy. Some of them are bitter, yeah. you know, but they're, they're hoppy. You're, you're confusing things. Right. Yeah, I got Edu- into that with Roger last week. How did you come out alive? I don't, I don't like hoppy. I don't like bitter beer. Neither do yeah. I. And he goes, here, try this. And I know you don't like IPAs. He throws it at me. I got to drink it. Thank you for not making that so bitter that my tongue is dead. Well, he doesn't do bitter beers. He makes hey, hoppy beers. And he yeah. goes, I don't like hoppy. No, you know, I like hoppy. I don't like bitter. Yeah. Goddamn the, thing ain't bitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, that's, you know, Roger, Roger Davis is one of the people that I kind of learned how to brew hoppy beers from. And um, no, I wouldn't say that I emulate him because, I mean, Roger is Roger. But You are, you are dressed all in black, though. I'm, I'm going to say that. But I'm not wearing cargo shorts. That's true. <laughs> and you're looking at that's us true. in the eye when you're talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> I think we're done here. Just so you, uh, for the record, seventy-one entries in ESB. Oh, two hundred and seventy-nine in wow. American yeah. style IPA. Oh, a couple. You more. got one of them right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I honed in on the IP on the IPA category once they announced that, and, and the whole whole room I was actually, like. Ugh. And it was won by an Oregon brewery, right? Breakside took the IPA yeah. category yes. this oh. year. Indeed, from and then the Imperial IPA, Columbus Brewing Company, Ohio. Although they make really good beer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh Columbus. Yeah, they know how to they know how to use hops. You know who they beat? beat? Pliny the Elder. I know. (laughs) Only the third best Imperial IPA (laughs) in the world. world. Yeah, Port Port beat him too, for that matter. Port was the silver. Hot fifteen. Wow, that's crazy. I judged actually a round of IPA this past year at the GABF, and it was was the first time I ever judged that category, Uh, first round, and it was. Very difficult. I mean, it was like. How do you? I mean, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was probably. You know, I judge the the other uh, end of the thing is I judge uh, American Light Lager Lager, uh, and cores, I mean, cores, and cores. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so I mean, which actually is very. Is, you think it would be very challenging, but honestly, the IPA category was it's way really more challenging easy, yeah. than that because you're just you're inundated with hops and Your bitterness. Palate is blinded, and you have to yeah. kind of like just stop and be like, "What the fuck am I tasting here?" <laughs> and you know, speak to the beer and like figure out what's going on. Does so. It- does it just come down to like what hop varietals you like? When once you get past the hops or the beers that have obvious flaws? No, well, I mean, so like it was a first rounder. So what happened was that yeah, obviously you, you kick out the beers that shouldn't be in there. That you know, if you're stylistically, yeah, if there's a little bit of diacetyl in there for some mm-hmm. oxidation or whatever it is, don't ever enter that beer. Right. In any category, even if it says like there can be small levels, yeah, of but like the beer is judged like a month but, and a half after you submit it, so there's bound to be. Well, some there's, yeah. but I, I, yeah, that's just a that's Another just soapbox. that's a, that's a, that's just a given. <laughs> but it it was just hard just tasting those beers because you really had to kind of recalibrate every single time, kind of go back to it and figure out well, what are you going to push on. And this is the first huh. year they had four rounds. Typically, it's like three rounds. You and you come to a metal round. And it was uh, it was intense. Do you use some intense. sort of a palate cleanser? What do you do? Well, uh, the, coffee <laughs> and ginger. <laughs> they give cigars. What they do is they give you a razor and you scrape you scrape your tongue. Oh, you scrape your tongue. One layer oh, now. That's how they make hop extract. No, they, uh, yeah. it's uh, you've, you've seen that too. <laughs> you just kind of like you know you know. This is a whole show, by the way, on how you judge these things. But uh, just IPA was just very difficult. I mean, of all the categories I judged this time, I judged probably, you know, eight different categories, probably a hundred different beers, and it was, it was, you know, not not great. (laughs) (laughs) What was was the first drink you had afterwards? Uh, I went out with Jeremy and um, I guess peace goes sour. I had no. I went out with Jeremy and Mitch Steele from Stone at the last day, and we went over and we drank. I think we drank uh, Kolsch, actually. Hmm. And then actually, yeah, so. There's yeah. some good Kolsch's in Denver. There yeah, are. I'll tell you that. 
So what do you plan to do? Speaking of Denver, are you going to distribute? What's the plan for packaging? And you know, where's the beer going? Bottles, so, kegs. Yeah, kegs. Right now, we start bottling in about three weeks. So we did buy a bottling line, and um, right now the bottles are being printed. We went with screen printed bottles. Um, so fifteen barrel or fifteen gallon kegs, five gallon kegs, draft for now, and then five hundred and seven hundred and fifty milliliter bottles. We'll roll out uh, twelve ounce six packs at some point next year. Wow! Just for like a more normal format of, of beer, and uh, we have five cores. We'll do four seasonals, and then just whatever the fuck I want to brew from time to time. <laughs> what are, are you guys going to be self distributed, or are no, we going to get some up here? We have well, okay, so we don't have any distribution up here yet. Right now, we have all of Southern California taken care of, and we're kind of going to focus on that because it's our backyard. But I'd love to Good. see our beer up here. You know, we'll do a little bit of self distribution for the time being up here, just because I'm selfish and want to come up and hang out. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and yeah. you want places like the Hop Grenade to carry your beer, absolutely. Right? Uh, it, it it seems like uh, a lot of breweries who enter the market they they wait a bit before bottling, but it, it feels like you're just kind of just going for it. Is that a, is that because you had the money, and uh, is that usually the the kind of hurdle that that breweries have to overcome? Is just they need to scrape the money to get together for to get a system and to get conicals and all that kind of stuff. No, I don't know if do it's that? necessarily all about the money. Some people just hate bottles. Okay, I I'm not a fan. But, uh, I mean, there's so many things that can happen in the bottle itself. And once you let that bottle out of your brewery, you're pretty much, out, you know, the control has left your hands and mm-hmm. can sit on a shelf for like a year. And I mean, there was uh, when I was still working at Drake's, there was this like liquor store. I'm not going to name what city it was in or where it was, but they had like three year old bottles of Drake's Hef. Oh. So it was still like the old plastic craft oh, yeah. bottles oh, yeah. with a ship on it. Wow. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Did you buy it? Da- I think doubted. Oh, I wonder how that was. <laughs> Someone did. Someone saw them, and I think when they saw them, they got rid of them. But seriously, I mean, yeah. Or like you'd go and you see like eleven month old bottles of Alpha Session. <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. that's when yeah. you know it's good. Yeah. It's all beers good to age. Actually, right? that beer yeah. held up incredibly well. One of the first batches we made, like having it a year later, it was like soft and tastes like lychees, and it wasn't <laughs> there wasn't a lot of malt oh. in there for oxidation character. So yeah, it was actually not bad. I think that was that was good. But huh. what was your previous experience in contacts? Did they come into uh, play when getting distribution? Absolutely. Being a, starting, yeah. being a new startup? Yeah. Um, it was really cool, actually, to have distribution contracts lined up way before we had even started brewing, just based off of reputation alone, which is really cool. It means a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of confidence involved in a distributor yeah. saying, I mean, yeah. they are making a lot of money off of us. Sure. However, um, the fact that they're willing to kind of uh, put the, take a chance on us. Yeah, that's got to be a good feeling, and 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 uh, lead, give confidence not only to you, but uh, but obviously to your your business partner. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. so I mean, I wish uh, in the end, I wish we had the means or the time or the skill to do self distribution. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, it's kind of expensive and it takes a lot. Yeah, we just neither yeah. one of us were up for it. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have a lot going on, anyways. Yeah, a little too much to take on that kind. It's of thing. okay. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's really it's been a really amazing road so far. So it sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, opening your own brewery, if you guys want a high-quality brewing education, check out the Siebel Institute of Technology Brewing School. They are the Americas, the Americas. I actually just said that. The Americas' oldest brewing school. They have more courses than any other brewing school. Courses include advanced home brewing, craft distilling, and beer-style courses for those looking to ace their beer knowledge exams. They have professional-level brewing courses available both campus-based and web-based, so if you're uh, a homebody or you're a stay-at-home mom and you want to learn how to become a brewer, huh, check out the web-based course. Facility includes some of the best-known and most respected instructors in international brewing, which is very important. Visit SiebelInstitute.com for all of the information. 
Let me just make my little tick mark here. And I did it. I did a live read, Scott. What do you mean? That's this uh, purely organic, uh, we oh, just shit. like Siebel. Uh, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm really stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Alex, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate I it. I feel like I've made it now that I've finally been on the Brewing Network. You know, <laughs> we, well, I ran into you a, a few months ago, and you're like, uh, uh, when am I? When are you going to put me on the Brewing Network? Well, last oh, wow. time, Mike shot me down. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I don't know why. What are you talking about? And you're like, well, I talked to I talked to McDowell, and uh, you know, he wanted to yeah. know what I was going to talk about. I've been listening for six years. I've been in the brewing industry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, you're right. So uh, now I finally have something to talk about. You made it. Yeah, three weavers. Well, most people, it's like, come on, you got to come on the show. They're, no, I can't, I can't do that. You was like, when did you put me on the show? You want to know. What the, what the hell are you asking Tasty for? Yeah. Right, yeah. Tasty knows Case about one point. thing and one thing only. And that's sleep. No, I'm just kidding. I hope he's having. I want to. I want to do a, a call, a check in. Can we call those guys? FaceTime. What time is it there? FaceTime. Well, Who yeah. cares what time it is? It's we like <laughs> it's like uh, it's like November. It's mid November there, right? Isn't it? Call him up right now. It's, like, it's like next, next week. I think. We have uh, we have virtual Tasty. We don't we don't really oh. need to talk to real Tasty. How's it going down in Australia? You're drinking the Janet's Brown, right? No, we're not. We're drinking no, uh, no. some of a Three Weavers beer. It can't always be Janet's Brown, Tasty. Janet's Brown? No. no. Do they have no. Janet's Brown in Australia? Three that would be interesting. Weavers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah. Apparently they do. I, I was talking to Vinny today. Dennis <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brown. It's okay to be gay on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Just not on the outside, right, right. TC? That's right. Yeah. Did you get a sticker? I mean, uh. <laughs> Did you get a sticker? <laughs> I, was uh. Vi- I was talking to Vinny last night. Yeah. His, his mind's opening up down in Australia. He's learning new things. He's expanding his mind? Right. Wow. Mm. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break, and we come back. Alex, you're more than welcome to hang out with us. Uh, We're going to play a game, beer or not beer. I love Uh, How did we figure out how to do this, Scott? We we take four people. uh, There'll be other beers, (laughs) Tasty. Tasty. Yeah, good night, Tasty. I think you have a text message. You need a treat? (laughs) Um, Tasty treat? Yeah, this is beer or not beer. We've played it a couple times. You guys will remember. Um, Go ahead and uh, call in. We'll uh, read you ridiculous beer names. Some of them are actually beers. Some of them are not. You've got to tell us, uh, is it beer or not beer? And the winner will get a prize, a Three Weavers prize, uh, yes, to be well, unnamed. Uh, some uh, with t-shirts. T-shirt and, uh, and a hat. And a hat, too. Yeah. That's pretty good. Maybe a smile. Maybe. All right, everyone. <laughs> Maybe smile, a smile. Everybody. All right, everyone. It's uh, the session. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in anywhere precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection that's williamsbrewing.com orders placed by 4 p.m pacific time weekdays ship the same day brewing is easy the williams way 
When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerone's are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs, and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star Treatment today. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things Homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. And the BN Army receives 10% off their Homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code AIH10 at checkout. The Brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. And don't forget to use the current coupon code AIH10. Adventures in Homebrewing at Home brewing.org you're listening to the brewing network because like beer radio shouldn't suck All right, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us. It's the session hosted by yours truly, JP, while Justin and the rest of the crew are kicking it around Canberra, or maybe they're in Manly. I think they're in Manly right now. Gang. What is that all about? It's manliness. It's a whole thing where I don't know. What are you talking about? Why they're in? Why they're in Australia? Well, yeah, we, have we talked about that at all? I mean, what are they doing? There? Uh, well, we talked about it a bit uh, over the last few months. Uh, they are uh, they are in town for the Australian National Homebrewers Conference. 
Um, I lost my uh, my live read notes here, Scott. I apologize. So yeah, don't whip uh, me. Stop and, beating me. And I heard Vinny's down there too. So he's doing a. Uh, yeah, I think he's Vinny's like the down there. Chris White's down there. And, uh, is Vinny doing the keynote? Oh, I mean, it seems like he'd be doing that, don't you think? What do you think? Do cool. you think Justin's doing the keynote? <laughs> yeah, no, oh, why would I think uh, Nate's probably doing the keynote? Nate is. I think Nate or should Tasty? be doing the keynote. Tasty might be able to do that as well. Why not? Everyone should. He's good at that. Everyone's good at everything. Uh, but I don't know what that means. Sorry. I'm, uh, I'm distracted looking for my I'm, live read. Well, I don't know what to say. I'm an amateur. What are you looking for? Which read? I don't know. The grain and grape. I was going to do the grain I and grape. I emailed it to you. No, I got it right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, they, I forgot. I, I'm sure they're going to have a lot of fun down there. Yeah. Oh, they're going to have a great time. And I, I, I know that uh, uh, they would want to uh, they would want to drive you guys to grain and grape. Grain and grape is the main sponsor of the... Um, <laughs> What? Right out of the ass. I don't know. I mean, You're... shit. I'm trying here. Give me, get out of here. Everyone. Look at. Oh, I hit Doc oh, in the wow. face with a coaster right now. Nice of you to join us, Doc. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey. Jeez. What's well, it? Substitute teacher you know where, day. You know so everyone's going to get up and sharpen their pencil to. at the same time. Checking and, my fillings are all that kind of shit. Uh, no, Grain and Grape is the main sponsor of the Australian National Homebrewers Conference, which uh, is why everyone's down there right now. Uh, uh, everyone at uh, Grain and Grape is looking forward to hanging out with the guys from the BN Army, Justin and the crew. Uh, while you're down in Australia, if you happen to be traveling for Australia for the uh, Australian National Homebrewers Conference, or if you're uh, just happen to be a lucky resident of Australia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're a lucky resident. Why not? Because Join us. They don't. You don't choose. Who? You, look. You don't choose to live in Australia. You're just born there. Well, some no people, one goes there to live, right? People, I don't think. I mean, they really, live. right? Yeah. Some people were sent there actually right to live. Yeah, but you know, we don't like to talk about the that. Irish no. were sent. There. Anyway, if 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 you happen to be there and you live around gra- where the Grand Grape is, uh, they have a free fortnightly all grain brewing demo, which is fortnightly. pretty cool. <laughs> Fortnightly, sure. Okay, right. You know what a fortnight is? How often yeah, is like that? Fortnite? You, were, you probably invented that I word. Invented right? the well, word they they I used it as a normal <laughs> term back when he was a child. Right. <laughs> we will light the coal for the fortnight, the brewing thing. Coffee. I'm speaking uh, words that we used back then we don't have anymore. Wow, you sound like some weird uh, Lovecraftian... Uh, Whatever. Uh, for, for over 20 years, they've been supplying brewers in Australia. Uh, they've been working hard to, uh, to be the best and biggest and have the best and biggest range of equipment and ingredients around, including 90 varieties of malted grain from Belgium, Germany, the U.S., Britain, and, of course, Australia. 40 varieties of hops. Oh, I know they love it whenever Americans do an Australian accent. Whenever I they love say, it, too. Australia. That's a good one, mate. so good. Uh, 50, over 50, Y-East liquid and fermentus and Danstar dried yeast cultures. Fresh work kits made on the 500-liter Braumeister right there oh, wow. at the Grain and Grape Warehouse. Check them out, grainandgrape.com.au. Speaking of Aussie gibberish, you, you know, we haven't heard from uh, uh, Pies in a while. Oh, and I him and his classic... I mean, it's been a month since we've heard that. You don't, right? I, I don't think anybody really understands that Australia has a Yeti, and his name is Who Ate All the Pies. <laughs> he's a big. Uh, you, uh, is he a listener? He's yeah. a, he was oh, yeah. in the chat oh, yeah. room tonight. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, he was. Can you, you get anybody will get to see he's him? He's not in the chat room anymore. Oh, oh. So he went to sleep. Is, is he going to go to the fest? No, he got, went to work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> if he is. What time is it there right now? Pies, if you're listening, please call it's tomorrow. One day minus six hours. It's yesterday. One day. Plus so, add so, one day, but so minus 18 six hours, hours ahead. I can't do that. Okay, so it's Tuesday, 
8.30 p.m., but it's 2.30. 2.30 on Wednesday. 2.30 on Tuesday. Yeah. If you add a day, right? Oh, yeah, today's Monday. In the yeah. afternoon. Afternoon. Tuesday Wait, I afternoon. just bested Warren in, a, in a trial right of now. smarts. You know your time. days of the week. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, the game we're going to play. Oh, first, uh, uh, so you know the, the people we have in the studio. We have uh, Eric from Kelson Brewing Company in the studio. Eric's a listener, a longtime listener. Yeah, thank you. Happy yeah. to be here. Good. What, what, what brings you to Lovely Concord besides the hop grenade? Well, on top of uh, starting a brewery six months ago uh, up in Derry, New Hampshire, we're, uh, I'm, I'm here for my day job. So oh. uh, here for Dreamforce uh, down in San Francisco, a big conference taking like over stri- Howard Street. Sounds like a strip club. It is. It's a, it's yeah, a dream it come true. It is. Yeah. What is Dream Force? It sounds real boring. Yeah, it's really no boring. It's software. Is it? It's software. Is it? Okay. You know, who cares? Well, I, dro- uh-huh. I drove past uh, uh, Moscone last night, and yeah. there's just this Dream Force everywhere. They take oh, over. They, they, they shut a street over. down. They, they do. Yeah. They, they shut down Howard 000, Street. 120,000 people They shut down in Howard for, Street. Wow. They, just a bunch of uh, pale men in loafers walking around I going, where do I go? I have no idea. It looked like a lot of the guys that are setting up for it. That's all I saw. And, I mean, I was wondering why they shut, yeah. Yeah. Why they shut that down. The I mean, luckily, it. a portion of that will be at five six three Second Street, just two blocks from Park. Yeah. During the break, so I was like, "We gonna play my ad? We, we already played it." And then he like pulled his pants down and waved at me. Play it again. Wave. But having an opportunity to come back to like the mecca, the, thank you. the Brewing Network. Must, oh, must you come and kneel flatter and pray, us. You know, no, no, yeah. thank you. Well, like I told you uh, before the show, we wouldn't be here without people like you. So uh, we appreciate you being such a, a, a big listener. And now let's yeah. kick his ass in a game right. that we yeah. made up. And now let's, that he has a brewery, he should uh, sign up to uh, be an advertiser on the Brewing Network. <laughs> That's wow, right. Yes. Warren over there with uh, a yeah. hard sell. Email Warren at uh, nosite.com. <laughs> Okay, so uh, here we go. We have a game that Scott came up with called Beer or Not Beer. Scott, why don't you run the crew down? Yeah, well, we're going to play first with uh, Eric here, and then you guys hang on the line, and if uh, Eric is unsuccessful, everyone will have a a chance. Basically, you've got to get three right before you get three wrong. I'm going to name you uh, a ridiculous name, and you're going to tell me, is it beer or not beer? Okay, so we have three people on the phone. I thought we had four. Someone dropped off. Someone dropped off. Tom from Michigan. Michiganites. Maybe Michigan. He wasn't sure. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm serious. Sure. Really? What state are you calling from? I have no uh, idea. Uh, it's a, nah, I don't know. There's uh, another one. There okay, so, oh, there you go. Uh, so how do we do this? Do we do we just say the thing and then and then take the phone calls, uh, assuming everyone on the phone can can hear? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to bring one up <laughs> now, well, no, because Eric might might win the game for all we know. That's true. It's not oh, likely, damn. but you should we start with Eric first? Yeah. Your call, host man. What do you say? I don't know. Let's start. I'm just them. confused as how the phone works. Who's on? Who's well, on one? If I like their name, <laughs> right. we'll do that. Uh, Josh from uh, Sydney, or is his name Josh Sydney? Uh, Bev's on the phone. He's he if he's in Sydney, I want to do the, do the caller. He's calling all the way yeah. from Australia. Is Josh in Australia or is Josh's last name Sydney? Josh is in Sydney. Oh, oh there you wow! Go. There Josh, you go. Josh wow, is playing first for sure. Josh, are you with us? Shut out. Did you just hang up on somebody? No. No. Uh, no. There's a, a lineup changement. Line two is now line four because he dropped his iPhone and can't fix it. Josh. He called what? a different phone. Josh. Yeah, hello. 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 Oh, good day. Is hello. this pies? Oh, it is pies. not pies. Josh. It's pies. He didn't say pies on the phone. He said pies. <laughs> here we are waxing poetic I'm not about a your psychic drunken garblings, and here you are just sitting on hold. It is pies. Yeah. yeah. Put him on hold. Let's play with Eric. No, I like pies. <laughs> we heard from him earlier, remember? Pies, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, good. 
Um, I actually uh, caught up with uh, Justin and Kate the Great um, a couple of nights ago, so uh, I just had a couple of beers. Is that how long they've been, been down in Australia? Yeah. Oh, at least. Yeah, they've they left like two weeks ago. They've been, they've been there a fortnight. The time vortex down there. <laughs> he went straight from Europe to Australia. Yeah, all right. That's all the fortnight hate. That's a, that's, a, that's a current term. I get paid fortnightly. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you make it rain fortnightly in a day. Lines two and four switched places. Lines two. So now line four is line two. All right, it's not your fault. All right, so uh, we're not playing with Josh or, or Pies, or are we playing yeah, with Yeah, yeah, all right, Pies. All right. You, you get a shot. Pies, are you ready? Sure. You know how the game works. Uh, Scott's going to give you a, a name, and you got to determine if it's a beer uh, or not beer. Um, who made up the names? Scott did. Who made up the not beer names? I, well, Scott, okay. Scott, I made them up. Yeah, yeah, Scott created the game, so, you know. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, no, it's just because like, if, if JP made the names up, then it would be a you know, different game. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Different game. The man knows us. Yeah. Boner Stout. Who is it a beer or is it a not a beer? <laughs> All right. Are you ready, Pies? Here, I'm going to give you your first one. Yeah. And um, this, is a, this is a quick game, so I want to answer from you right away, and then we will confer amongst ourselves. Uh, but uh, give me an answer quickly. So the first one, <coughs> Mash Paddle Your Ass Belgian Triple. Not beer. Not beers. Pie says not beer. Mash paddle your ass. You go pies. Are, are, just a, uh, a clarification. Are these uh, commercially available Here beers? This yeah. is the big question. No, no. No, it can it, be just in a pub, too. Yeah, it a could, pub, it couldn't that's be what a, I mean. Is a, a brewery pub, just or, labeled a keg? Okay. But, but if you, you will find them on the brew. internet. Or a home brew. No, no, not no, a home no, 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 no. It's commercially available approved beer. or not. I just asked. No, they didn't have to get it through the label licensing right. thing like you Okay, okay. okay. Right. if anyone brings up the TTB, is there a baby we're going on the label show. <laughs> just asking questions. TTB. Okay. Yeah, no, no TTB, no, no, uh, I mean, you, you'll find the beer. Like, if you Google it, you'll find traces of it. You'll find ratings for it, right. even if it's not widely available. All right, I got it. Yeah, okay. Just asking questions. All right, All right. so mash paddle your ass. What is it, Blondale? Uh, Belgian triple. triple. Belgian triple. Mm-hmm. Mash paddle your ass. I feel like a Belgian triple would mash paddle your ass pretty good. You think? Um, that's pretty solid. Beardy, what do you think? Well, are we going to have everybody else answer on the phone? Yeah, yeah, because P- P- I Pi already gave his answer. Right. No, no, just one contestant at a time. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to go through. Yeah. So not everyone you else win get three. Just, just give me your opinion, Beardy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, your name. Beardy's very analytical. So, so mash paddle your ass, mm-hmm. Belgian triple. Right. Beer or not beer? Nope. Nope. Pies is right. Eric? Not beer. That could be any kind of style. So I'd say uh, it's not, not specific enough. Doc? Oh, it's beer. Ooh. Sully? Oh, it's absolutely opinion. fucking beer. That is not beer. Oh, that is not beer. so Pies nope. got it right. Pies has on. one right. Nice down. work, Pies. That's a boy, Pies. You're well on your way. You did it, buddy. All right, the next one is Zombie Apocalypse Red Lager. Pies. B. 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 What does the peanut gallery think? Zombie Apocalypse. What was it? Red Ale? Red Ale. Red Lager. Red Lager. Zombie Apocalypse Red Lager. Beer. Oh, sorry. wait. Oh, what is it? Red lager or red ale? Red lager. You already answered, Pies. You said beer. He can change it, right? You no, want to change it? No, no he can't. Because he's sitting there with his Google machine, I'm sure. Boo. No, he said beer. He's he's said beer. Sitting, I'm sitting here watching the football. San Francisco just scored an interception. They're up by 14 with a minute to go. Oh, spoiler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't no. know what that he is. We're not going to get that. The real football. Not, <laughs> not kicky ball. Yeah. All right, so you, you're, you're going to stick ball. with beer, right? <laughs> Pies? Beer. All right, B. 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 All right, B. All right, Warren, is it B or no B? B. All right, Eric? 
Isn't zombie apocalypse a clown shoes stout, imperial stout? I don't know. I think it is. That's for you to determine. So I'll say it's a beer, but not a red ale. Well, but, well, uh, but then, so then you have to be no, right? Because be, be yes. I wouldn't, I would not yes, do that. Be, I yes. would not use a real name and switch the style. Okay. He's no. not going to do that to you. He's not be- that clever. <laughs> <laughs> so then, knowing the trademark infringement that happens everywhere, I'd say beer because there's multiple zombie apocalypses. Okay. Yes. I'm thinking this is red, bloody. Yeah. Zombie. Yeah. Okay. It's beer. Um, it's beer because this beer actually won a medal. I think this uh, year at GBF. Uh, it is beer. It might not be the beer that won the medal. This one's from Amber's Brewing in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So there there probably are multiple zombie apocalypses, but uh, the uh, red lager belongs to Amber's Brewing. Pies got it right. You ready for the next one? Wow. Pies could take the whole game. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You only need sure. one more. Amazing. All right, Pies. I'm rooting for you, buddy. I'm glad you came to me, for, I'm glad you came to me first and not sort of third because... International calls cost me. No, I wouldn't want to be on hold for like, like these other people. You should have just emailed me. I would have turned my Skype on. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got Skype. I could have Skyped you, but this is just fine. Oh, that's very interesting. It's only fourteen dollars a minute. <laughs> Great. All right, Scott, go ahead. Next one. All right. It is uh, popped collar pills. Popped collar pill. Do you have this uh, this tradition in uh, Australia pies of, of all the people popping their collars because it look cool? Uh, we've got tradition of seeing memes of American people popping their collars. That's got to be a beer. Well, I don't think anybody pops their collars here anymore, but you get it so late because you're way over there. <laughs> okay. That's like the 80s, dude. Yeah. All right. Warren? I'm going to go with Pius because he's a winner. Okay. So, beer. Wait, so Pius said yes. He said beer. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he did. All right, Eric? I've been with him all along. I'm with him now. All right, Sully? No. No, not beer. No, not a beer. All right, who who wins? Who loses? Sully is right, and Pies is wrong. Oh. That is not beer. Oh. Not beer. Pies, not beer. You got two right, one wrong. Next one is your accent makes you hotter. Oktoberfest. <laughs> are we just are we just going until until Pies wins? Yeah. Well, yeah. What is the game now? It will no, it's three, two to one. It's three wrong or three right? Three wrong comes or three. First. Okay. Yeah, Wait, is this the Justin beer? Is what? Is this the Justin beer? Oh, like he brewed it? No, he only no because he only deals with accents. Girls with accents. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, he That's orders right. this in Pale Thirty One only. Oh. Uh, what was it again? Say it again. Your accent makes you hotter, Oktoberfest. Your accent makes you hotter, Oktoberfest. Pies, beer or no beer? I really want to say beer. Um, and I think if Bevo was naming beers, it probably would be true. <laughs> but I'm Okay, he says say not beer. He says not beer. Sully? Uh, well, creeper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bebo but, is a creeper. That's well, for sure. no. yeah. uh, I will say not beer. Not beer. Doc? Not beer. Eric? I'm going with beer. Beardy. Nope. Not beer. I think, uh, I think not beer as well. That is not beer. Oh, hey. So Pies wins. Pies yep, does pies you, know what, you know what? We can have we got swag to give away. We can have more than one contestant. Uh, pies is a bit too creepy. Email uh, Bevo at, what is it, Bev? Uh, Bevo at thebringnetwork.com. Two E's, one E? I don't even know. Two E's. <laughs> All right. Well, could, could Justin and Kate just give him something since they're down there and save on shipping? Yeah, you know what? Oh, Pies, yeah. ne- next you time, mean like an American virus? Good point. Yeah. Next, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just have, track him down. Have him give you Ebola next Ebola. time you see him. Yeah. Ebola. Thanks, Pies. It's good to hear from you, buddy. <laughs> Pies. Uh, hang on, what's going on now? What? What? All right, thanks, Pies. Appreciate it. That was cool. Did he say something? I don't know. So uh, we need someone else, right? 
Uh, yeah, let's uh, you want to uh, let's do one with uh, Eric here. Unless right, you know what you want to just sit in here and give your opinion with the minions, or you actually want to you want you want to oh, play. The, the minions is great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, let's roll, be a let's roll the yeah. callers. Let's do the next one. Uh, how about um, the little people that couldn't be here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, who's this? Gay Kyle. Gay, gay Kyle. Kyle. You should be a little more proud about this fact, Gay Kyle. Gay Kyle. I hung out with Gay Kyle at GBF and uh, introduced uh, him to yeah. everybody as Gay Kyle. I was like, hey, this is uh, Nico and this is Gay Kyle. And uh, everyone it was kind of weird. How was that for you, Gay Kyle? I was fine with it. <laughs> gay Kyle doesn't give a shit. Oh, you can key his car right now. He's like, eh, Zero it fuck. still runs. They called me gay, they keyed my car, whatever. <laughs> All right, Gay Kyle, you ready to play beer or not beer with Moscow? Sure. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> gay Kyle, tighten it up. Yeah. It's radio. You need to talk like this. Hey, Gay Kyle, do me a favor. Give me five uh, star jumps right now because I need you to be awake for this. Wait, what? Okay, perfect. <laughs> You're all ready for it. Scott, go ahead. It's okay to be gay on the inside. Yeah, it's okay to be gay on the inside. All right. The first wow. one is crotch sniffing bastard ESB. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wow. Beer huh. dog. Five cents in Second Street. What do you say? <laughs> say that again? You said beer, right? He said beer. Yeah, it's from Laughing Dog. I actually know where that's from. Uh, okay. That's yeah, he's right. Yeah, that's beer. Okay. <laughs> that is Laughing Dog in Idaho. I'm yeah. not even going to go around that then. Uh, I'd you. say not beer. All right. Uh, uh, next one Golden Shower Imperial Pills. <laughs> wow. Yeah, huh. Golden all, shower. All of these for Gay Kyle. Yeah. Oh, are you saving them? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Go, baby. Have you had a golden it? shower? I had a golden shower. I have a golden shower every uh, Wednesday. I'm still laughing. Okay. Kyle. Uh, <laughs> beer. Beer. Kyle says beer. Beer. Beardy. Beer. Oh, it's Eric. beer. Beer. Doc. I had to explain to Parker what golden showers were this weekend. How did that conversation? Oh, yeah, because someone brought, brought it kind of that genre up and, and on the on like in the chat room on the internet or something. Well, no, no, we were. Oh no, never mind. Okay, oh, no. all right. But, but I, I'd tell him what that was, and I would say that yeah, it's probably beer. Okay, all right, Sully, beer. All right, man, you guys are on it. That is beer. Wow. That's from Dogfish Head. All right, I'm, I maybe this is too easy. I think they actually had to change that too. Did they? Because oh, yeah. really? they released it. It was oh, actually yeah. got approved. Yeah, they did. They released yeah. it. Yeah, it's got to be like that. <laughs> they released their golden shower. Okay, what's All the last right. one? Because uh, <laughs> I believe in Gay Kyle. I think he's going to win. Yeah. They released their golden shower. Smooth Hopperator Doppelbach. Chimney <laughs> oh. Christmas. Doppelbach? Smooth Hopperator Doppelbach. Sully. The new ride not at beer. Disneyland. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had Gay Kyle. Sorry. Gay Kyle, sorry. Kyle says said not beer. Not beer. Uh, no, not for Doppelbach. All right. I say beer. Okay. Every Doppelbach is always a raider of one say alligator or whatator or whatever. Right. Yeah, I'm going beer. Yeah, or hip waiter. Whatever. Yeah. It could be hip waiter, it could be hallucinator. <laughs> it's beer. <laughs> Eric, is that true? The hops have to be smooth. It's a beer. I don't know. But the name has to be goofy. Right. Smooth yeah. operator. That's what it was. Smooth sure. operator, right? There's smooth a there's a brewer that's gonna name operator. a stupid beer after a pun like that from shot a big pun yeah yeah beer um i think not beer i'm gonna go with gay kyle on this one it is beer oh it's from stouts in pennsylvania Oh. oh all right two right and one wrong for the gk next one is helter skelter esb 
Helter Skelter ESB. Beardus. Beardus um, Maximus. I'm not gay Kyle. Oh, sorry, gay Kyle. God, I just like talking to everyone else but gay Kyle. <laughs> he said, Kyle said beard. <laughs> <laughs> I like gay Kyle. Uh, he said beer. He did. All right. Beer. I also say beer. All right, Eric. Beer. Helter Skelter Red Ale, I might go with it. I'm <laughs> not ESB. <laughs> I'm going no. <laughs> Not well, there. I mean, Not you know, the, 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 the Beatles were, were uh, uh, from Britain that, That's land, awesome, right? but... I'm not, that's, <laughs> thanks for the history lesson, idiot. But that's not where I work. Genre with uh, Helter Skelter. Okay. I grew up in L.A. Yeah, you did. Sully. Uh, unfortunately, I have to go get myself a golden shower right now. So I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to turn it over to Cheryl, who's Eric's wife right now. Cheryl? <laughs> beer. Cheryl says beer. Beer. Indeed, it is beer for the win. That's from Oakham in the United Kingdom. Yeah, all right. All right. Gay Kyle, another winner. Gay Kyle's another winner. Yeah, yeah. I think we we can do one more. I want someone to fail. All right. Gay Kyle, email (laughs) Bebo, B-E-E-V-O, at thebrainnetwork.com, and she will make sure you get something in the mail. Oh, did did you guys know it's Cheryl's birthday today? Thanks, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Cheryl's birthday today. Happy birthday, Happy. Cheryl. Cheryl, you won. On your birthday, someone else won something cool. Two because, people Because of you. Two people. Cool. Because, well, one person because of her. Okay. Very cool. How, how is that Cut it down to one. Very cool. Pre- pretty exciting? Very exciting. Uh, let's go. Uh, That's right, because for pies, it's tomorrow, so it's not her birthday. How about line... Happy birthday! <laughs> how about line two? <laughs> Hello, line two. Who's this? Is this Tom? Yeah, this is uh, Tom. What's up, JP? Tom, what's going on, bro? Not much. Have a good time. What's up? Are you keep? What? I don't know. You called me, bro. What, what state are you in? Right. Yeah. What hey, state are you? I'm in. Uh, I think uh, Michigan today. You think? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I hit up uh, Jolly Pumpkin and GABF winner Small Brewery of the Year. Mm-hmm. I did things. Oh. Hey, JP. By the way, JP likes to be called B. <laughs> B. B. Hey, B. Sorry. Oh, no. Uh, you ready to play beer or not beer, Tom? Yes. I'm going to write your name down because your name is way too complex for me to remember. Tom. Yeah. All right, Scott. Um, hit him with the good stuff, buddy. Urban Melee IPA. Urban oh. Melee IPA. I, uh, yeah, go for it, Tom. Bourbon uh, Melee? I'm going to say not beer. Urban Melee. Urban, urban. urban not bourbon. But like, think Dr. Dre. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to go with not beer. He says not beer. Tom says not beer. Cheryl, what does Cheryl think? Beer. Beer. Happy birthday. No Cheryl. way. <laughs> 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 Tom, <laughs> fuck you, Cheryl. There's no way. Doc. I don't know about that, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> I guess say one thing. J- JP is the yeah. blackest white man I know. Well, I don't know. If, is that a compliment? I'm going with beer. Yeah, beer. I don't, think, I don't think I can trust him. <laughs> I can. Huh. Wow. Tom from Michigan, maybe. Oh, uh, Tom. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. What do you, uh, what, who's next? Yeah, I'm definitely going to say not beer because of the, you know, the urban aspect of it. I'm going to say it's not a... Uh, Eric says not beer. Not He's beer. tiptoeing around the uh, the delicate I don't know uh, where it's market. from. Oh, it's be a faux show. Faux show. Warren says for sure. I say, uh, what was it again? Sorry, Urban Ur- Legend. Urban, Urban Melee Urban, IPA. Urban Melee IPA. I say it's definitely a beer because it sounds like an IPA market scam. 
That's beer from Ferguson, Missouri. Actually, no, no, it's not oh. beer. Oh. Not beer. Wait, not wait. beer. Whoa. So Tom got it right. Whoa. Yes, Whoa. Tom is right. Whoa. All right. Uh, what's the next one? Hands off my Bach, my Bach. Hands off my Bach, mm. my Bach. Thomas, what do you think? That is a terrible name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it's a beer. That's just that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> because it's terrible, you yep. think it, it exists in the world. Solid reasoning. And not, not just in... many, what percentage of beers do you see out there that are just terrible names? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, not, with, uh, with beer. That's an interesting strategy. Hmm. Yep. Tom bringing out the uh, the interesting strategy here. Warren? That's a good strategy. I'll go with it. Okay. Yeah, I'm right on top of that, too. I, I believe the hand it's just too rhymey, too cliche, meant to, meant to be a real beer. All right. What's the count on Tom? Uh, he has one right. And how many wrong? None. This is the second question. Oh. Uh, 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 not beer. Not beer. Cheryl? I'm going to go with him. It's beer. It is not beer. Go, not, not beer. Not beer. Not beer. Yeah. So, Tom, one here you one. go. No, he guessed. He said two, not he's beer. two for two right No, no, now. he yeah. said beer. He said beer. He said it has no, to be beer. Yeah, he did. Oh, I got it wrong. Okay. Yeah. You guys thought my name was uh, so fucked out and and cliche That's that right. it must exist. Right. Yeah. 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 I thought that was pretty good. Hands off my Bach, my Bach. Come yeah. on. That's good stuff. It's punny. Well, That's yeah. for sure. If it would have just been hands off my Bach. It's terrible. Yeah. I just wanted to be clear that it was... Because I didn't want to have to like be like, well, that's spelled M-A. All right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Here's, here's the next one. All right, one. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> State Route 420 IPA. What, wait, what was that? State Route 420 IPA. What do you think, Tom? Oh. Uh, man. I'm going to go with... Uh, there's a 420, but I don't think it's State Route. So, eh. Let's just go with uh, the beer. All right, Tom, you say beer. I'm writing it down so I don't get real dumb. Uh, Cheryl, what do you think? Beer. Beer. Cheryl says beer. Doc, Doc Docus Among Us? Oh, my. Uh, Can can they get it passed with the... Don't don't think TTB. (laughs) No. Don't think TTB. It could be in beer pub, brew pubs, or whatever. But did it get shut down? I don't know. What do you think? Uh, on, it's, beer, it's beer. And you think it's beer? Yeah. Eric? Yeah, it's beer, and whoever lives near State Route 420 has an awesome place to live. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know where they are, but it is great. Yeah. I'm going to be that guy, and I'm going to say not beer. I agree with, wow. with Beardy. It's yeah. not beer. It sounds like something Scott would make up. I, I did make it Probably up. It is not beer. Michigan. Oh, it is uh, not beer, not Tom. Beer. Sorry. So that's... Two that he's got wrong, so yeah. he can go. He needs. He needs to get this to stay in. He does indeed. All it right. is streaking the quad Belgian pale ale. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that is that's fantastic. It, is it from Seattle? <laughs> well, we'll get to that when we find out right. if it's beer or not <laughs> no. beer. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's, well, that's thinking fantastic. about pale guys running through that. the quad. What's he that? Said, What's said, that, Tom? Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say beer, and I hope it's a quad ale because that'd be that'd be fantastic. He says beer. All right, we're going streaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how, how Beardy. Many, how many people in um, here have, have gone streaking? Uh, Sully's hand yeah. flew up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Doc too. Just the two of you guys. Yeah, you guys. Oh, I've never like been streaking. 1974, yeah. when people still streaked. Is that it? Oh, okay. And then we pop, we we saw how many people can get in a telephone booth. It was amazing. <laughs> Around my neighborhood, my parents were like, "What the hell is going on? Go oh, take a mean, shower." Was your neighborhood sure that, that dirty? Was at 
at 3 o'clock in front of an elementary school. Oh, my God. What? You would get on the what? sex offenders list now yeah. if you did no, that. No, because I was only in junior high. Uh, if you're a minor, does that count? Fucking doc no, would know the minor. rules to get around that. <laughs> we wanted the most shock value we could get. Are we sure? Yeah. Someone somewhere, a therapist is thanking you for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Beardy beer or not beer? What was it again? Sorry. Streaking the quad Belgian pale ale. There you well, go. Well, an awful name for an awful style. So I'll say it's beer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just too conflicting. Quad pale ale. I just don't get it. So hmm. not beer. Okay. Doc. I think there's people that it's a throwback for them. Yes, they did that. Okay. Yep. Beer. Cheryl. I noticed you didn't raise your hand when we talked about streaking through the <laughs> She's modest. Have you? I, I have not. Yeah, neither have I. Do you have skinny skinny didn't count really? as streaking? Well, oh, yeah. I think because I think Cheryl no. and I are, are even keel no. personalities. No, okay. We're not, you know, off the deep end like you guys. I, I streaked the night we met. This is true. Has to be a public oh, setting. Yeah. My name's Cheryl. My name's Eric. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. During, Here I go. Are you, are you talking about first date streaking? It was yeah. January, I think, right? It was, oh really, it, was, it was snowing. If only one person takes their clothes off, is that, that's what makes it streaking? <laughs> we'll, we'll, get the answer. we'll get the answer later, because I do want to remember that. But, Cheryl, beer or not beer? It's a beer. It's a beer. Yeah, she's right, and uh, so is uh, Tom. It is beer My from Deschutes. Awesome. Tom wow. is hanging Tom. on for dear life, so full he's count. full count. Yeah, yeah, two and two. All right, Tom, this is for all the marbles. All right, that's yeah. that's just the way it goes. G O S E. Jesus, Goza. God, whatever. Uh, say it again. That, that's just the way it goes. Ah. Uh. Oh. That's. That sounds retarded. <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm to go with my original one, but that sounds so dumb that it's probably a beer. So we're going to go beer. Tom says beer. Beardy. Yep. Brought to you by our friends at the Rare Barrel. <laughs> huh? Wait, what? Eric? I'm going to say not beer. Beer. So, Cheryl? Not beer. So what does Sully think? The master of all marketing. Absolutely beer. Yep. Absolutely beer. Yeah. I think I think not beer. You're right, host man. Not beer. All right. Oh. Sorry, Tom. So Tom close. Loses. Wow. So close. All right, Tom, thanks for playing, dude. Yeah, thanks, guys. Alright, we got one more. Why not? Let's do it. Sure. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Jared. Jared, what's going on? Did you call from Maine? Yes. Nice work. Hello. Uh, okay, you ready to play beer or not beer with a Moscow man? Sure. All right. Sure. Why? I got uh, nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bored. Yeah, I, why not? Yeah, I got to wait for the spin cycle to finish. <laughs> All right. All right, Scott, go ahead. Your fr- uh, what's his name? Uh, his name is Jared. Jared. All right, Jared. Your first one is running amok red ale. Here I go with beer. Jared says beer. Uh, I call Scott an asshole. I, I think that's not beer. <laughs> so cutting him a dick as I made it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's an sure. asshole, but also not beer. Yeah. yeah. What All do you right. think, Scott? Or what do you think, uh, Warren? Uh, I think it's a beer. Yeah, that's so bad. That's a beer. Yeah. Well, he's going one off, one on, one off. He's pretty pr- predictable. Oh, there's but, a pattern? Yeah, kind of. But when, when you see my sheet afterwards, you see there is not even a semblance of a pattern. It's well, Doc, pick it up. Yeah. Plus, he's a ginger. <laughs> and he's got to throw this red thing into it. So right. it's a beer. You think he's you think he's honing in on the red oh. thing just yeah, to, to, to drive it home? Okay. Cheryl? It's a beer. 
That's not beer. Oh, not oh, beer. JP hates me, and it all makes sense. <laughs> I made it up. You, you I just know you. That's all it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right Jared's the 0 and 1. The next one is Druid Fluid Barley Wine. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Jared. I fucking hope not. <laughs> no, not beer. That's not awful. beer. Um, I, I would say I hope so because that's terrible. Uh, Cheryl, you're you're a, a fledgling owner of a, of a brewery. Would you name, what what is this called? Druid Fluid? What do you think? Would you approve of that if Eric went to him and was like, you know what, like, I got this really cute name. It's called Druid Fluid. Would you hit him before he finished the word fluid? Or I love the name, but I don't think it's a beer. Oh, she, she loves the it. name. Oh. Now I feel uh, like a schmuck. Uh, she doesn't think it's a beer. Sean? It actually kind of reminds me of Monk's Blood. The name. <laughs> That's just oh, a total, oh. like, uh, <laughs> You're right. He's a, right mar- a real marketing genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So I would say, I would say since fluid. it reminds me of Monk's Blood. <laughs> oh. oh wait. Where, where, where can Watch we get Monk's Blood? Watch out. <laughs> uh, Monk's Blood. Uh, I actually think it is a uh, Druid's Fluid is actually not a beer. <laughs> okay. No one wants to try some of my druids fluid. <laughs> no, I guess not. Yeah, uh, only in the, the smallest of uh, taster glasses. Uh, Doc, what kind of beer was it? It's a barley wine. Oh no, because druid fluid would be ESB mm-hmm. or extra special bitter. Either one of those. Would be I'm fine. thinking extra special <laughs> yeah. bitter. Uh, Eric, that's not a beer. Not a beer. Because someone who's going to name their beer druids fluid is going to put that much thought into what style. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a beer. I uh, druid fluid barley wine. I think yes. I think it's a beer. It is beer. It's from Middle <gasps> Ages Brewing in New York. Middle Ages. Middle Brewing. Ages. All right, Jared, you're you're uh, oh for two, two baby. Oh and two. This is your last one. You got to uh, hit this one out the park to stay alive. Bananas and blow cream ale. <laughs> That's a good ween song. I'll tell you that. Jared, I, I, I'm just going to say no again because. Ah, that's awful. <laughs> Bananas and blow. Let's start with Cheryl this time. Bananas and blow. Cheryl, go ahead. No. Come on. You, no? Those nice you don't want to play anymore? anymore? You're done? No, it's not a beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Move answer. on. Either answer would no, have been appropriate. No, it, Trust it me. It might be a movie night, <laughs> but it's not beer. I'm going to agree with the birthday girl. No. Bebo just slammed her door. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear any yeah, of this ambient it. crap. It, it, it was closed. She opened it just to slam it. <laughs> No, she I unlocked it. <laughs> it was open, it. and I can hear a lot of outside noise from the store being open. Yeah. I'm not sure what's Well, the store will close. Oh, no, door. no. That was just other stuff in here. <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not ambient noise, no. Bev. It's other stuff. Right. No, yeah. it's us in here, basically, because the there's yeah. no ambient noise anywhere. Yeah. Maybe no. it's coming through this wall. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Sorry, no, it doesn't. I didn't mean to slam the door. It's all right. Take doc, that up with doc, Justin. Be, doc, about the doc, wall doc, 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 doc. Hi. Beer or not beer? Bananas and blow. What was it? Cream ale. Uh, Cream ale. Yeah, bana- yeah. Okay, if it's not actual name beer, it could be my next beer. Because I have Augustine. to have that night. What? It's, it's, not, it's, it's not beer. Uh, Mike, can you translate beer. for us out there, dude? Because uh, I don't know what uh, he's saying. I'm going to brew a beer that will be called Bananas and Blow. Is, it, is this a beer? Not, or is it a beer or is it not a not beer? Not beer. Not beer. Thank you very much, <laughs> Eric. I think this beer has been done. This is a beer. What did you say, Jared? Just a bit of blow flame out. You know, just throw it in. 
<laughs> yeah, you can add the blow-up flame out, uh, <laughs> and it'll harden your water. And then you'll get flavor without the... Uh, no, no. Uh, no, no, Warren. it does not harden. <laughs> it does <laughs> They have pills for that. Right. Um, since there's bananas in the name, I don't think it would be for a cream ale, so I'm going to say not beer. Huh. Uh, I say not beer as well. Sorry, Jared, that is beer. That's oh. from, that's from uh, Shorts Brewing in Michigan. Of course it is. Well, at least I'm consistent. Indeed you are. 0-3. That's three. three. Nice work. Buddy. All right, Jared. Thanks, man. I appreciate you playing. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. And there you go. That's beer, not beer. Thank you to everybody for playing. We had more than one winner in this game. Uh, we this did game. have more than we one winner. We had three winners? We had pi- no, we had two. two. I think two. we had pies and we had yep. Gay Kyle. Two. Yeah, well, this, it, you guys started off great. The callers w- were on it. They were like 3-0. and oh. You yeah. guys were guessing right, and then you, you really fell off a cliff as the game went on. <laughs> yeah. How dare you guys. Uh, okay. Well, thanks, everyone, for, for playing, Scott. Another great game, yes, as usual. Yay. Uh, let me check my trusty, dusty chart here. Sorry, poor Eric sat in here check hoping to play and get some swag, out. and he just... No, uh, nothing. I don't think Eric needs swag. Eric, as, do you need swag? As a supporter, I'm going to buy lots of swag. Oh, so good man. See, man. there we go. He can buy some. Well, I give it away. We can sell it to him. For his wife. He has a brewery. He's rich now. That's right. right. Yeah. I am. Yeah, right. that's He's right. made it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. made it. Yeah. Did you well, see he, me it. and Sean did that secret handshake? Did you catch that? I did. Oh. You're an owner. I'm an owner. We'll split the profits. Yeah, split those profits, man. Why wouldn't we? All right, well, we got a, a porter to try from Eric, don't we? Yeah, let's let's do the porter. We have one more break to do. Then uh, we'll try the porter. We'll do uh, the Twitter game. Bev, how's the Twitter game going? Pretty good? Thumbs all right, up. I just got a thumbs up. That's all right. That means nobody cares. <laughs> that <laughs> that means, yeah. She heard her name. And they're, yeah. they're like, huh? Yeah. 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 I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm awake. Sale. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually reading some of them right now. Sorry. Yes, it's going really well. Why would you apologize? Because she's working. Oh, shit. Because I wasn't paying attention to you. Well, you should apologize for that. You and Taryn. No one one appreciates it. I'm sorry. I don't know. Whatever. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, We come back. We're going to try some porter from Eric and his new brewery and talk with him real fast and then uh, do a Twitter game and then we'll bail out of here. It's the session. Back after this. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. 
Hey, Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering, but it takes a backseat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Have you ever dreamed of attending the World Brewing Academy? This year, thanks to Lalamond and Anstar, one lucky brewer will make that dream a reality for free. Lalamond and Danstar invite you to enter the Beer School 2015 contest. One lucky grand prize winner will receive fully paid tuition to the 2015 World Brewing Academy web-based concise course in brewing technology worth almost $4,000. From now until December 13, 2014, every Danstar yeast pack you use is your ticket to enter. Visit danstaryeast.com for the details and to print your official entry form. There's no limit on the number of times you can enter, so get brewing with Danstar and get your entries in to the Danstar 2015 Beer School Contest. Whether you want to build your home brewing skills or build a career as a professional brewer, this course will change the way you think of beer and brewing. Enter at danstaryeast.com and get the dry yeast advantage with Danstar and Lalamond Premium Brewing Yeast and enter to win. As a brewer, you already don't settle for second best. You want great tasting beer and you want great equipment to make it with. So don't settle for the second best grain mill. You want a monster mill from Monster Brewing Hardware. Monster mills are tough, come in two and three roller designs, and are made right here in the USA from superior materials for longer lasting performance. Pick the mill that's right for you at MonsterBrewingHardware.com and take Vivo's advice. Trust me, it's always better to have a bigger tool than you think you need. (laughs) Monster mills have the best warranty in the business. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit MonsterBrewingHardware.com now and check out all the mills and mill accessories. Don't settle for second best. Get a Monster Mill from Monster Brewing Hardware. Segmented, demented, fermented, fermented. It's the session. Yeah! Come on! 
All right, everyone, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. It's our last break here on the session. And before we get uh, into Eric and his tasty beers, I want to tell you about the American Home Brewers Association. Of course, you already know about the AHA. They fight for your rights to brew beer in America. I think we're legal in all 50 states or something like that now because of the AHA. Uh, they're also fighting to uh, do a lot of stuff with the ABV levels and all that kind of good stuff. So if you want to help fight for your right to brew some good beer, go to homebrewersassociation.org. They have a lot of books. They have a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff they do for you. Uh, they fight behind the scenes and up front uh, to, to make sure that you guys can, can keep brewing homebrew and to take it out. We've had a lot of problems, uh, especially in California, uh, of, of what is it like pouring? You're not allowed to, to take your beer to events to pour or something like that. Yeah. Some weird, strange, but the, you know, the AHA, bizarre laws. The AHA solved it. That's right. They fight for your rights, everybody, and I can't say that enough. So check them out, homebrewersassociation.org. Uh, sign up, become a member. You can get Zymergy. It's a great magazine. You get access to the forum. You get access to eZymergy. So if you want to save the planet or whatever, uh, whatever that means. I don't even know what that means. Uh, you can get Zymergy online on your iDevice, your little tablet or something like that, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, check it out. They have recipes of the week. Uh, homebrewersassociation.org. It's a great website. Check it out. Okay. Eric. Hold on. There we go. Eric. I'm here. All right. So you, uh, what's your story, man? You're from uh, New Hampshire, right? Derry, you said? Yeah, we're from Derry, New Hampshire. We opened up about uh, six months ago, sold our first beer. Uh, my The co-founder, Paul, and I uh, started this business up, and uh, we're a three-barrel brew house. We brew seven-barrel batches, and um, you know, just, just getting off the ground and having a lot of fun and having some good early success. Kelson Brewing Company. Yep. So Paul Kelly, Eric Olson makes Kelson. So we nice. made up a name. In the trademark world, as you guys know, it's hard to uh, find an untrademarked <laughs> name. So we decided to make one up. So And so uh, as we talked about earlier, you're just kind of out here for your day job because yeah. uh, you still need a day job. And somebody yeah, paid right? for it. And someone, yeah. Paid, yeah, someone paid for your trip. Are you expensing this right now? I, because the B&Tab should just be so. moved to your tab. We'll cut it out in post, Eric, if you want. You can admit <laughs> yeah, it. That's fine. Yes, I would say this is expensed. Okay, there we go. Attaboy. Nice. So uh, uh, everyone set him up out there with some shirts and some hats and some growl. You know um, what? I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he's plugged Dreamforce on the show. I yeah. mean, that's marketing. That's it a is. write-off, baby. Yeah. Right? All we the way. at least 10 people today. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tens of people. I've yes. heard it three times myself. <laughs> Um, I saw it. So we are drinking the, what is the, Draken? Draken. Draken, yes. robust porter. And you have a little dwarf. You have a little angry uh, Warren on here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm looking real good with my bent axe. With a giant long beard. Uh, what's the uh, impetus behind this guy? Yeah, so we have a lot of Viking-themed characters on the on the labels. And, uh, you know, Olsen being kind of Norwegian, it's always fun to have badass characters. It was better than Irish, I guess, so... Uh, Kelly and Olsen, we decided to go with a Viking theme. And uh, the secret is my canoe is called Draken, so I decided to do that. But it's a, the, it's a Viking, Viking longship in Norway that they, they rebuilt this, this mm-hmm. uh, thing called the Draken. It was a project by the public. Uh, you can go rent out this giant longship. Um, and hmm. so the, uh, we just had a badass character who wants to go, you know, Let's go pillage. He's ready to pillage. pillage. So he's not a dwarf. He's just a, he's just a badass Viking. Yeah. Um, and so this is a true. This is a, an American style robust porter, six point eight percent. We wanted to. I'm a I'm a wine guy by heritage. I love oh. I love wine. So I wanted to have some of those uh, kind of deep current raisin qualities in the porter. Um, and I also just I love American style beers. Um, and so I just we did something crazy. We threw in Amarillo in the late uh, late whirlpool. 
So you get a little of that citrus bite in the end. Uh, this is very fresh, just bottled Monday. So wow. uh, that last Monday. I so. definitely get a lot of current. Yep. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. You named your canoe. <laughs> I did. You, you realize so, <laughs> everything, everything in the Olsen household After was named in Viking. Ship. So my, my dad's fishing, his 22-foot fishing boat was named Das Fisker. Uh, I named my canoe uh, Drogget. Would you yeah. consider Drogget. yourself a seaman? Um, <laughs> and I like it. More like a can. river man, I think, right? Do you canoe in the open sea? I don't know. Uh, just, just rivers. Just rivers. Just rivers. Yeah. Right. rivers. You're like uh, Lewis and, and Clark. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So Jerry Lewis and uh, Albert Clark, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Kelson and Clark. They, they were the ones that that uh, discovered New Hampshire, right? Yeah, yeah. Or discovered pie in the face is funny. One of the two. Mm. This is a brewery that is uh, ripe for my uh, beer or not beer game. I know there's going to be some beers coming out of your brewery that are going to make the game, right? Yeah, there's probably going to be some interesting names coming out. <laughs> do so. you do you have a do you have a uh, like a uh, overlying Outline or plan for for the are they all going to be Vikings and all that kind of stuff? Or yeah, they, they be... you know we've we've got two two lines. We've got one that's the local line. So we've got a, a pale ale called Space Town Pale Ale. Uh, Alan <laughs> Shepard was born in in Derry, and that's actually nicknamed Space Town. Well, because so, is it like Martinez, like with the Martians, like everyone's yeah, all spaced out? Or? We're going to call the next one, yeah, Martinez. No, oh, uh, great. Absolutely, yeah. our now, sister city. Yeah. So <laughs> We we have a five and a half percent pale ale that we wanted, wanted locals to be proud of and be able to drink anywhere. So we yeah. we nicknamed it Space Town. Why, space. why, why is it called Space Town? Because Alan Shepard Alan Shepard was a first American in first space. American in space. So oh. Doc, he's, yeah, he's Duh. an astronaut. Don't you know Alan Shepard's from Derry, yeah. New Hampshire? Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know Dummies. now we do. It's now it's yeah. worldwide. <laughs> Tens of people know this. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. you told all the people at Dreamforce. What I did notice on your on your label here, it says track your beer, kelsonbrewing.com slash beer tracker, and you get a you give a bottle number one four six oh one two seven two. What's that all about? Yeah, so every we have a sequential labels, so all our bottles are individually tracked, and you can you can go online and find out when your beer was brewed, who brewed it, uh, any any particular brew day notes. So you know, there's always a disaster or some kind of note or really? some kind oh, of wow. special change that happens. I don't know, you know, I guess anyone. In the room could, can uh, attest to that. I was thinking you put a chip in the bottle and you want to know where everyone <laughs> right. is. Right. But, uh, this is the NR, or not the NRA, the NSA. There you go. Whatever. There's so, a microchip in each beer and a, you drink it. We also have a lot of great know where you are. Oh, oh, oh. And I don't know where every American yeah. is. Now we know where you are. Thanks. As, as if a social security number weren't enough. Right. <laughs> this is incredibly good beer. Oh, thank you. Is this like, it's is this delicious. A, is this your, yeah. How long do you say you've been operating? Six months. This Six is months. our okay. second batch of the Porter. Okay. Um, so we're uh, yeah. This is just I love dark beers. So we uh, we won a gold medal at the U.S. Open Beer Championships for our brown ale um, and a bronze for our double IPA. And I just love dark beer. So next up is a, a nice big oatmeal chocolate coffee stout, and uh, we'll probably do a Russian Imperial stout after that. Did so. you change anything from uh, batch one, or is it the same, absolutely same glad you asked that? Um, I, I have those notes right here <laughs> oh, from the beer bottle. tracker. Oh. Uh, it says, we made some minor tweaks to the second batch of Draken. One of those tweaks was a change in the base two-row malt we use in the recipe. We decided that we are going to use one supplier of malt for our darker beers and a different malt for our light color beers. We'd like to thank uh, Andy Day from Cask and Vine and the Drinkery for his help bottling this batch of beer. That's pretty cool. Can you pass that? Is there anything left? Someone Here. pass that bottle to me. 
Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. That's I, I really like that. Is it, yeah. I've never really seen that before. You can, share that, that on, you can share that out on Facebook with one click. Holy too. shit. Look at this guy here. Yeah, I mean, I won't. Savvy. Thank you, Salesforce, for that savvy yeah. marketing technology. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you put it through the DreamWorks uh, <laughs> Dreamworks. website? DreamWorks. Yeah. Upgrade. Can you so, elaborate more on the changes? Yeah, so we we discovered uh, just by accident, being home dumb homebrewers, I just buy Turo, and I bought Turo. And I realized that when I was brewing great dark beers, I was buying two-row pale ale malt, not two-row pale malt. And so now we go to BSG for our lighter-colored beers, our IPAs, double IPAs, pales, and we get our we get two-row base from uh, from our supplier there. And we deal with Bryce uh, two-row pale ale malt for all of our darker beers, just a little bit richer, and it tends to support those darker malts better. That's awesome. So yeah, when we when we when that's we, pretty cool. We accidentally went the other way, and we had one batch that was just a little bit too light, lacked, lacked the body, lacked the backbone. So, so you made that that change. You know that that's uh, something homebrewers don't really do a lot of. I think um, maybe sometimes they they think their beers aren't uh, living up to their ideals, but they don't try different malts or whatever. You kind of just do the same thing. Yeah, there's no um, doubt that the the supplier makes a difference, the the brand, the the monster makes a huge difference, and you know it's just one of those learning experiences. Being going going to larger batches and having everybody taste that beer and realize that it, the monster makes a huge difference. Did you know right away that you wanted to make those changes when the first batch was done? Absolutely, yeah. We knew we you know we knew, and what we had done luckily was we had half from one supplier and half from another, and it and it came together, and we realized it wasn't quite what it meant to be. Then we brewed a batch and realized, whoa, this is way off. And so we brewed another seven barrels, and we were blending them so that, you know, the, the, the differences aren't noticeable, you know, and it's still a great beer. But uh, luckily, we had the two malts side by side. That's so different. That's cool. I appreciate you. you did you bring these bottles just for us to drink, or Absolutely, you just drink yeah. it on the road? No, that's just for you. That's awesome. Do you bring them in the suitcase? Yeah. yeah. Nice. What was the total bottles? How many did you get in? in no, in I there? just brought two. These two. Oh, just these two? two? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you been listening? Uh, five, for a while, about right? five years, yeah. Five so, years. that's cool, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, Thank so you very I, much. I mean, it wouldn't be without the Brewing Network. We, you know, wouldn't have the knowledge we do, and so really appreciative of every final, you know, detail of, of you know, yeast control and fermentation temperature control, and yeah. you know, dry hopping, and you know, it's just been really fundamental to what we do. Well, you're, you know, the, your five percent of sales that you're kicking back to the BN will, will help <laughs> yeah. keep funding. Oh, yeah. So I really yeah. appreciate five percent of profit. Yeah, five percent of oh. profit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. Good. Fine point. Oh. Someone is a, a numbers guy. You know, what's interesting is if, if I wonder if we if we just had one percent of all the breweries that we've helped start, we'd oh be millionaires God. right now. Yeah. Well, at least Justin would be. Well, <laughs> yeah. he is, right? No, no, no. We, we is a strong not. word. Yeah. Didn't he leave yeah. two weeks early for yeah. vacation? Yeah, yeah. He's a guy's in Australia right now. We don't, we don't really know he's coming back. Realistically, yeah. it'd be millions of pennies, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I'll yeah. take it. Hey, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's an upgrade from what we get now. Did you go to GABF this year? Did not, no. Um, we, uh, Salesforce was a meeting out there. <laughs> <laughs> no convention. The convention center was in use. Yeah, right, there's, right. there's some, uh, as a small brewery, when you're looking at $160 per entry, that's a, a decision to look at, well, we could buy 10 more logs. Uh, and that's just enough enough cooperage for us to get out a little further, a couple more accounts. So ten more uh, log, like what do you uh, Fire, one, fire yeah. heating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, New Hampshire speak for keg. Is it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. You don't know that. So what? Actually, yeah. You're yeah, six smart. Barrels. Why uh, the hell five, would we five know this? Sorry. 
Exactly. Why I figured maybe they were like like that? live fire, yeah. you know, kettles. Like Alex can help you set up a brew with steam, dude. Got, what are you doing, log? Stoke my fire so I can brew tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, well, now had you gone to JBF, you might have witnessed an interesting spectacle. Alex was telling me. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay, so I have these two friends in San Diego, uh, Danielle and Scott, and I guess Scott's like either. I don't know, the silliest or most romantic man I've ever known of because he proposed to Danielle on stage. Yeah. During the the Brewer's Feud, which you kind people put on. Sean, you witnessed it. So those crazy kids are getting married. Wow. Yeah. Was he a contestant or they just kind of stormed the stage? (laughs) He just raided the place. I I guess it was premeditated in some way. Scott may be listening right now. He loves Brewing Network. He's kind of a nerd. Um, (laughs) Sounds like it. Yeah, and had he uh, been drinking at the time? Well, obviously, but I don't think that that had anything to do with it because Danielle is a, a really amazing woman. So and she works for uh, she works for Drake's Brewing Company. Always <laughs> wow. so uh, with the plug. Wow. You got to get the plug in there. Oh, yeah. you got to do it. Scott works you got to promote Craft Beer Guild Distribution of San Diego, which is our fine San Diego distributor. However, they're both lovely people, and I wish them the best. That's pretty freaking cool that they're getting. What's the address of Drake's? Because uh, to be on Sully's nineteen thirty three Davis Street, San Leandro. Uh, uh, yes. She knew it. Yeah. Yes. Soon to be a neighbor. <laughs> yes. Well, congratulations to those two. That's pretty cool. Uh, Beverly, let's do the Twitter game. Are we ready for this? Yes. Do I have you up? Is it my fault that oh, you're not talking? Oh, she's just putting on her headset real I quick. I didn't turn myself on. Oh, so she wasn't listening to the show at all. Give her a second. She's got to turn herself on. Shake it out. Work it <laughs> yeah. out. Come on, wake up. Now I know how Sam feels. Wow. Hey, where is Sam? I haven't seen that guy for a while. Turn yourself on. Um, He's in Australia. You're ridiculous. Is he in Australia too? No. He's in Australia. They they wanted him to speak. Him and Tasty are giving a talk. He, Tasty, and Vinny are giving a taste. That's the worst talk ever. What? Make a true Wait, 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 wait. Beverly. Sam is. What are you talking about? Sam is at home with our daughter. Are you sure about that? I am 100% sure. He might be in Australia right now. He is not in Australia. Because it's like two days earlier. No. He might have built a paper mache you know, bought mannequin. Time travel. Are you sure? It's like oh, Ferris Bueller's day off. He's there tomorrow. Right now. He'll be I'm back today before he you even know. He escaped from Alcatraz. J- JP, are you ready to do what the tasty Sam talk would sound like? Yes. Oh. Okay, here we go. Right. Janice Brown. Ow! Janice Brown. Ow! Janice Brown. Ow! Janice Brown. Ow! Well, you got it. You got it. And then you get the malt, okay? And you put it in the water. Vinny just made it. Jess Brown. Brown. (laughs) You do the Vinny part. Vinny called me this morning. (laughs) Did you get a a tasty treat? Uh. How come Pies called, but our own people didn't call? They know we're doing a show. Sally, I can't see you right now. Justin was texting me. Why didn't he call? Is he trying to talk to you? Uh. (laughs) Tasty's texting you, or Sam's texting you? She, she, she doesn't oh, know Justin. anymore. Oh. Uh, the Twitter game was uh, Miller Coors are looking for ways to drive the uh, light beer market. And uh, we don't know if you guys have any uh, solutions this game, for by the way. Was there Twitter a game. For this yes, game? Th- thank you, Sully. God, you're so good. <laughs> Twitter game. I'll, was do it for you. I'll do it for you right Twitter now. Twitter game is sponsored do... by Keystone Homebrewing uh, Supplies. No, no, I was going to do 21st Amendment. Yeah, but uh, uh, Keystone is actually the Well, sponsor. it could be. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> All right, Beverly, what do we have Lord. on the uh, okay. on the docket for oh, them? Lord. Jeremy Moore. Oh, Lord. Jeremy Moore. I'm Lord, I'm Lord, I'm Lord. Texan Rude Boy on Texan the Twitter. <laughs> okay. I think they should dial back that triple hop to a double or a single. 
too much flavor. <laughs> that's kind of a good point. Uh, that's a good. That's good advice. A lot going on there. Too much flavor. Okay, go ahead. Tanya, give up. <laughs> uh, the bottle farm. Two new ideas: malts and hops. You could use them to add flavor to your beer. I know it's the anti-light beer, but it's worth a shot. <laughs> oh, we're such assholes in this yes, industry. Yes, we are. All right, go ahead. Uh, this is from Brian Shar. Another set of color-changing mountains to warn me when I might actually be able to taste the stuff. <laughs> I'm surprised Brian Shar could be concise in 140 characters. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, I love you, Brian. This is from Chris Rogers. Sell a version of, I'm sorry, sell a version aged in 200 year old rum barrels with chilies and goat penises. <laughs> <laughs> that would win over 90% of craft beer drinkers. <laughs> it's absolutely yes, true. But put IPA in the in the title. Right, right. Yeah, because you got to make money. It's a business. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, brewing a, is a business. It's yeah. a business. Right. Rum barrel aged goat right. penis IPA. <laughs> Imperial penis with, ale. With beer chipotle pepper. Right. Turns beer. out that do beer. variations of these beers all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've had this beer whatever. before. Yeah. We all have. It gave you heartburn. Wait, I'm sure yeah. it did. Yeah. Uh, um, go ahead, Ben. This is from Taps. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> All I right. That, I thought that was really funny. Pretty good. Get a and little, the last little one is up. from Blobberglop, and he says, Blobber. cube bottles and more pornography and ads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, for the, for the as simple-minded as they are, the Canadian people are so cute. <laughs> Do you think there's pornography in the Miller ads in Canada? Well, I think, it's like, I think it's like showing a kneecap. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I think oh it's that kind they lift up their full-length... I mean, yeah, well, the, the furs and skins and stuff. And they, ha- right. they have leggings, but they're skin-colored leggings. <laughs> oh, nude leggings. Yes. Oh. He clearly asked for more. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like mid-thigh, that would really get him going. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it's got to go to the, the barrel-aged goat penis. That's, that was good. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. What was the first one? The, the first too one much? Was good. Yeah, was I, I, I put too much. Like, that was going to refresh my memory. <laughs> Dial back the uh, triple hop, double hop, or single. Alex is so smart. She needs to be a host on this show. I can't do it. I'm too dumb. Uh, yeah, dial back the hops. And then I liked, I actually liked Brian Shard's uh, another set of mountains to tell me when I could taste something. When it's warm yeah. enough and to then, taste it. Yeah, and then the goat penis was pretty good, too. Good old-fashioned vote. Do we need a vote? We need a vote. Bev, count it down. What do we got? What are the three? Okay, so the three are Jeremy Moore, uh, too much flavor, dial down the hop okay. stuff. Okay. Uh, the hop stuff. Any the hands? Hook. Any hands for that one? I like it. You got one. Okay, no right, one next likes one? it. <clears throat> that one's out. Next one. Brian Shar. add another set of color-changing mountains to warn me when that stuff might actually be warm enough to taste. It's pretty good. Ooh, yeah. That would be yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't vote twice. That's, that's right. I'm not, I'm not Bevo. <laughs> that's the winner anyway. Right. That's your majority. Yeah, that's the yep. winner. All right, there you go, Brian Shar. Email uh, Bevo, B-E-E-V-O, at thebrewingnetwork.com. B-E-E-O. <laughs> Keep on... Keep, it keep on, on <laughs> keeping on. I hear a jingle oh. for you. B E O. Doc hears things in his head. What the hell just happened? Uh, I think that's it, right? Yes. Oh, We're out of so. here. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there a fish show in town? Alex, thank you very much for coming by. Thank you for I having really us. appreciate it. You came all the way up here from, from San Diego. Yeah, oh, no, wait. Oh, I don't even know. From Normax. But thank you very much. Three <laughs> Weavers, everybody. Yes. When you're in the L.A. area, please check them out. They're please making do. stellar beer. Or come to the Hop Grain. We have, uh, we have some kegs ears. 
and uh, you may not get him back. I better if I can get this back. That's oh, <laughs> true. That's true. You better drink all the beer then. Maybe we uh, have to make a pilgrimage down to this grand drink opening the party. Beer first. Yes, please. Bring on her Saturday. Saturday, yeah. October 18th from 2 to 8. Do you think, well, Justin's not here. He's, he can't deny our request. We should probably put, just go. We should, quote, put in a request. Right. Oh, uh, we're yeah. going to take the corporate yeah. debt down? The, the debt jet. I thought you guys seemed like more of a helicopter crowd to me. What'd you say? The corporate jet. seemed like more of a helicopter crowd to me. It's clearly a hybrid. It is an airplane, but it's a prop job. Oh, uh, perfect. Like a lawnmower with I like how Alex thinks. She's yeah. pushing you. Oh, you guys seem like more of a helicopter crowd. You Shit. can just land on the roof. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll just bungee jump from it. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. From Mexico. Because we're just north of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're above Mexico. You just jump. It is the know. wood. I think that'd be good. Let's try to we make it. I mean, no one's going to make it, let's be honest. Well, hey, it'd be amazing. Hey, you it can at least be. lie to my face. You will be there. Yeah, I will be there personally. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'll leaving be, tomorrow. Instead All of the right. wacky inflatable arm guy, it'll just be me on the corner <laughs> just doing this. Perfect. Hey, like swimming in midair. Do you, yeah, I, that is a good gig, the guy who gets paid to uh, wiggle Spin the arrow. The sign. And, and, you know, the, it's, what's great, too, is the variance, how some of them are like with their earbuds and they're just kind of bored, the round table shirt on. Other guys are like spinning up one side and flipping down they, they the next a, and doing they, cartwheels. They have an art to it. There's, yeah. a, there's yeah. a band called Elbow from the UK, and they have this video called One Day Like This, and the entire music video is this like incredibly artful spinning of a sign. It's it's a, I'm telling you. Focuses the entire, the entire song on this one guy. You know what's awesome about this, the sign spinners is either way, they're still making eight ninety five. Yeah, right. Yeah. What what is is there's motivation? no performance in <laughs> What is their motivation to do well? What is the next step? Pride, Warren. Personal what is drive. The next, what are they yeah, going to get promoted to? Yeah. What's, well, the what's your motive? Sign they spinner. Can, they, you can spin your sign inside the store? No, then they can, then they can work inside. Then they can take like, the trash right. out. What's integrity oh, okay. worth these days? Eight ninety five. That's right. okay. That's all it is. That's all. It just comes down to that. You can either spin spin the sign to your heart's content, or you can just stand there and drool on your iPod. Either way, you get paid the same. <laughs> Sully, thanks for coming in and hanging out. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. I love you. Eric, thank you very much. Thanks for having for, us. For coming in and, and bringing your beer and your lovely wife and your beer. And, and, and happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Cheryl. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, okay, let's get out of here. Normally, I would do the uh, the show plugs, but you guys have all heard them. Before. You can outro. Yeah, we us? need some sort of outro yeah. music. JP, well, I have. I mean, I have like the you know get the fuck out. The normal. You're not going to oh, do the 21st Amendment plug. Uh, no, but if you want to plug yourself, Sean, oh, you can, can you do it. Can you, can you, like low Actually, I want background. you to do it. Oh, you're going to plug. I yourself? can't do it. You I'm, do I'm it. spent. Oh, I'm, my mind is just I, blown I, right I now. I think you can do it. You're doing great. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Two one A. They're great. Three Weavers. Thank you very much again, Alex. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, come back anytime, please. It's 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 been way too long since you've been around. Uh, I don't know what that means. All right, everybody. Uh, next week um, we'll be here and uh, we'll be doing stuff. We're off. Um, we're off next week. We're off next week. We Thank you, Scott. Doctor Holmes. Because Homebrew you're coming to the Three Weavers have, grand opening. That's yeah, right. Yes. We can't, oh, we can't right. be on the air. Yeah. That's right. On Saturday, for you live listeners, we'll be uh, recording Doctor Homebrew live on Wednesday. And uh, otherwise, uh, go ahead. Yeah, and then Sour Hour the following Wednesday. So we got a couple shows coming up in the next week. There we Two go. Weeks. All right, everyone. Uh, see you later. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.